It's Halloween weekend, and we're ending our month-long road trip of haunted house attractions with a little visit to Hobbs Grove, where they have a problem with a hippie creature killer that looks like Swamp Thing and Toxic Avenger had a baby. We watched Dark Walker. We watch it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is. Happy Halloween, Moon Goons! Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me today, he's back from his little excursion to Iceland. My buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. How are you? How are you doing, man? You came back from from the the cold north. The, you got in touch with your Icelandic, your, your Viking roots a bit. So uh, yeah, it's good to have you back. I'm back, man. I came back from uh, the land, the northernmost world capital. Reykjavik, so I'm back, man. Well, I'm glad so. to have you back. It, um, it, it's good to have you. I always, you know, I miss you when you're gone. Oh, things. It seems like I always fuck us over with October. You always do. It's yes. so weird because October is like our our Christmas, our our time. But it's like I always got married in year one. I had to go to a big wedding out of town in year two. And, uh, yeah, year three. I'm going to Iceland for a week and a half. You <laughs> right know? before so, Halloween, yeah. Right? <laughs> Later, losers. <laughs> but it was really cool, man. It was beautiful, gorgeous, super expensive. One of the most expensive cities in the world. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. Dude, yeah. I didn't really know it until I got there. I'm like, oh, Fuck. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating when I'm telling you a beer is like $15. Holy jeez. I'm not kidding. I guess maybe they have to import everything. Yeah, pretty by, much. It's, by not, boat, it's I guess. not exactly the most hospitable <laughs> landscape. I yeah. mean, considering it's all like volcanoes, glaciers, and ice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that would make sense. But goddamn, $50 for a beer. $15 for a beer. Now, they did have half Man, I used, to, I used to complain about ballpark <laughs> prices. Yeah. $9 for a beer. Jesus. Yeah, so they did have happy hours where you get half price, where it's like seven bucks. No, oh, so now you know? you're about to, yeah, now you're back at ballpark strip club prices for beers. <laughs> <laughs> but if like you could plan out your excursions, where you're gonna go, you could kind of plan out a night of drinking. But I mean, we weren't there for drinking though; we were there to like see things. But I mean, even meals, you know, like just. <laughs> After eating like a hobo and still eat, paying $25 for a meal, you're like, God damn it. <laughs> Fucking I'm paying $100 for a burger. No. <laughs> I'm just joking. But it was it was a good time, man. It was really cool. Awesome. Gorgeous. Um, yeah. So, I mean, again, like I said, that's awesome. Glad to have you back. Um, before we move on to this week's movie, uh, a few things I want to mention. First, I want to say uh, uh, thank you. Shout out to uh, it came from the video store podcast. Uh, they donated a bit of money on our Patreon page, so I want to say thank you for them. Oh, nice! Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they're a little another little podcast. Uh, they, uh, if you're curious about them, they do like, obviously movies, um, like kind of. I think they do horror, sci-fi, cult kind of discussions. Uh, they're on Podbean, so if you you can find them on Podbean, I know that. Uh, but I want to say thank you for them for their, their donation. Um, also, uh, there is now these aren't set in stone yet. So I, you know, you know, I'm not guaranteeing anything, 
But there, it looks like there's a, we have a very good chance to mention that we may have some live shows coming up in the near future. Uh, we have kind of a, an avenue with that we're going to we're trying to pursuing, but nothing set in stone yet, but it looks like we have a good chance of making this a semi-regular thing, which I'm really excited about. Uh, and there'll be more news on that as, uh, as, as we finalize things and approach it. Uh, also want to mention uh, uh, listener uh, Kevin Reynolds, I believe. I'm sorry, Kevin, if I, I think it's Reynolds. If I fuck it up, I apologize. Uh, but he sent us a nice, uh, some nice messages on Facebook. Uh, so I want to, again, thanks for him for listening. And uh, he also, he wanted, he, he basically with Halloween coming up, he had the, you know, just wondering if you're going to be doing any of the Halloween movies. And I was like, well, we didn't have them scheduled in time. And, uh, but it did make me think, like, maybe we could do something like some bonus episodes or maybe some video content where you know, we'll have like a sit down panel, like a discussion panel of the whole Halloween franchise from, you know, from the beginning to up to like the newest one. That, Dare we discuss that? Yeah. I, I even, t- I, I said to me, I was like, you know, we, we, if we even cut, co- if I said a big, if we cover Halloween three, be prepared for some ma- angry, angry rants from my end. I just think you're a big baby, but, uh, uh, yeah, we, we may get to that. We might not. I don't know. But I'm trying to put together a panel uh, right now. Uh, one of the guys who wants to be on the panel, he's recovering from surgery. So, uh, Coffee Doug Jones, uh, you're listening. Hope you can, while you're resting up, uh, hurry up so we can get you back on here. Yeah, speedy recovery, my friend. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm kind of excited about that. I think we want, I want to do it as like maybe a video series and we'll post on like YouTube and our website. Look at all these ideas you got coming up. We're going to be live shows. We're going to have a panel. I go on vacation and all of a sudden become like, you know, Albert Einstein over here coming yeah. up with all kinds of stuff. Or maybe an Elon Musk <laughs> to be a little bit more relevant, like more modern. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Uh, get you back in the flow of things. I will turn the show over to you so you can uh, get back in the flow of plugging all of our, our, our shit, our shameless plugging. So go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, I'll go ahead and start plugging our stuff because you can always find us on social media. Of course, you can find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram, find us on Twitter. At So Bad It's Scary is our Twitter handle. And, of course, you can find us on our website. Our website is HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. That's, of course, where you can stream and look up all of our old episodes, look at our Hall of Fame. Uh, of course, we have our merch open. You can buy a T-shirt there, which is pretty cool. And, if, uh, you know, you're listening to us. Marshall's laughing. I don't know what's going on, but you can go ahead and listen to us, as I'm sure you're doing, on our website, which again is horriblehorrorpodcast.com. Check out iTunes. Check out what the hell, man? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Just... Anyway, iTunes, Podbean, Speaker.com, iHeartRadio, uh, yeah. and uh, apparently uh, that's Play. some fucking funny stuff. <laughs> no. Comedy gold. What is going on? I don't know if you rec- realize you're doing it, but I was sitting here listening to you. I was going to say, oh, you haven't lost a beat, but then I kept listening. And I was like, you could do a drinking game right there. Like, you know how many times you said, of course, in like the course of like a minute? No. <laughs> like, of course we're on this. Of course we're on that. Of course we I was like, geez, how many times? I was like, is he doing a bit now? Like, I don't know what he's, or is this just. Of course like, I was. <laughs> Like, how many more times is he going to say, of course? Each time he did, I kept laughing. Make me laugh more. Man, so, I didn't even realize it. <laughs> sorry. I just. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> God, now when I think back, I'm like, man, I did say that a lot, didn't I? Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. They say it a lot in Iceland. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Well, since I can't fact check that one, I guess I'll have to believe you on that. I'm completely full of shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> but we all knew that, and we all know that our listeners are great. And you can also check out our Patreon, as uh, Marshall said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Warlord. Check out our Patreon. We don't have any gifts for you. Not be- yet. Because, <laughs> because we always say we will, we never do. We... I feel bad about that. I mean, it's just like we it's just not kind of, bad enough to do anything about it though. Well, it's, okay, mister, it's not just me here. I'm not a, I can't be everything. I need some help with some of this stuff. Nah. <laughs> all right, anyway, let's move on. Let's get to the actual movie this week. Yeah, it's Halloween weekend and all month long we've been doing movies that have focused around haunted house attraction Ooh. themes. Uh so this one, we uh, found Dark Walker. It's a little uh, independent straight-to-video release on May 20th of 2003. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. I think that's the only place you can find it right now. Amazon Prime. Yeah, it is on Prime. So if you have, it is free with a Prime account. So that's nice. Uh, it's written by Chuck Williams and Dan Jacobs. Uh, directed by Danny Draven. Uh, now this guy, I didn't realize it, but until I started looking at him, I was like, holy shit, this guy might be a... a, a, a legit contender for our hall of fame here coming up uh he's he's a full moon guy uh he's got 75 credits as a producer including movies as ooga booga <laughs> zombies vs strippers the dead want women killer eye halloween haunt ginger dead man and the evil bong and killjoy series along with crips and the horrible dr bones uh he's got 18 credits as a director including the movie crips i, I just mentioned and he also did the 2002 remake of deathbed uh, yes, um, a horror movie called Deathbed. It's been on our list for a while, and there's a good chance we will be getting to that in Deathbed. the future. A bed that eats people. Dude, Ooga Booga is so fucking racist sounding. It Well, it, it, it is. And, I know. Uh, and the movie's pretty damn racist, too. I, <laughs> I, I watched it a few years ago because I was like, looking for it's like dude. I don't know if we can do that. Yeah, it's pretty. There's some. Yeah. Uh, I, I know uh, our, our friend of the show, Chris Samples, he's watched it I, so he can testify. But, man, yeah, there's some pretty racist stuff in that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Danny Draven uh, directed this. Uh, the cast, let's see. Uh, we have uh, only, I think, two people I'm mentioning. Uh, first, I'll mention uh, Rick Irving, who plays BJ. He's got 26 credits. He started out as a theater actor, which is weird, uh, given he's not that great. I thought he'd be better. Um, <laughs> Damn. Uh, but he's he's also kind of a Danny Draven guy. He's been in Danny Draven movies like Crips. He's also in Deathbed, and he's done a few. So he's kind of one of these guys that Draven works with a lot in his other projects. Uh, then we have the killer itself. Our monster is played by Chuck Williams, who also is one of the writers and producers of this movie. Uh, he's also he's got four or three credits as a producer, also including movies like he was also uh, in the movie Horror Vision and Bubba Hotep. Um, and then lastly, I'm going to mention our sheriff, our big bad sheriff. Yes. He's praised by Brad Potts. Uh, he's got 85 credits. This was his very first acting job, like his first movie ever. Um, now, he was also in a movie called Water for Elephants, which some of you may have heard of. Him. He's also in a Fits in the Tantrum music video for a video called The Walker. And for those of you who diehard uh, moon goons out there who have followed us and maybe watched all the movies we we do on here. Or at least, or at least them, listen to them. Listen to them. Uh, he, he's he's back. This is his second appearance on our show. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm Aaron's obviously picked up on who he was, but I wasn't sure if he would. Uh, but he was in Zombies vs. Strippers, aka Zombie Decadence, uh, where he played the religious biker gang leader Red Wings. I fucking knew it as soon as I saw him. I went Red Wings. <laughs> I was pretty pumped. I was like, Oh, this movie just got, you know, it, it went up a notch. It went up a notch. It went up a notch. <laughs> I was like, Oh. We're, things might be okay here. You know, we might be all right. 
I wonder how long that feeling lasted for you. Um, yeah. So that's it. All right. Um, let's go into the movie now. The, the, we open in Hobbs Grove, California, way back in the old 1878. Back in the long, long ago. Yes, the long, long, long ago. Um, everything is blue thanks to this crappy, you know, blue filter they slapped over the lens. Yeah, I, I couldn't quite tell if it was trying to, like, represent night. Yeah, it was, it, it was they were trying to represent night. I, I get it, but damn, is that blue? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that was... It's so blue, it makes things almost blurry. Yeah, like, it's yes. It's so blue, it's blurry. Yes. Uh, we see this old man, or yeah, older, like, settler type guy. Yeah, it said 1878, yeah. I think was the year. 1878, yeah, so, when things it. were blue back then. Yeah, the everything day. was blue back in the 1800s. Yes. Um, <laughs> didn't know if, didn't know if you knew that. Read yeah, a history book. Time yeah, time. That's, that's, the, that's the that's the man keeping the history. They didn't want you to know that part. It was blue. It was blue back then. I'm blue. Babadi babada. Eiffel sixty five. Everybody remember that song? You don't. Are you shaking your head? You don't remember that song? Are you? My head. Are you just like shake? Is that a shame just, shake? That, that's a shame. That's shake. a shame shake. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I. You're right. I deserve it. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so the man, he's walking around, he picks up a pumpkin from a pumpkin patch, takes it back to his campsite where his wife and his two uh, children are sleeping, uh, which is like not even in a tent. There's like just sleeping out on our blanket. Well, it's it was weird. the blue days. In the blue days. <laughs> the blue days. They didn't have tents. <laughs> uh, he goes to carve the pumpkin. First of all, he carves the pumpkin with a sickle. Which is like the worst thing, like the madable. You probably have better luck carving a pumpkin with a stick than a sickle. It was just weird too. It's the middle of the night. Middle of the night, yeah. I mean, the camp's shutting down, and he's like, yeah, "I'm gonna go get a pumpkin." Yeah, <laughs> like, I guess it was maybe just he's weird. insomnia. He's like, yeah, yeah, "I can't maybe. sleep. I'll go get a pumpkin." I guess surprise. <laughs> this, the pumpkin. this is gonna be good eating in the morning. Yeah, like, <laughs> what? So yeah, as soon as he sticks the pumpkin with the sickle, it. The pumpkin begins to bleed like this black bile. He drops the pumpkin, which it splits open on impact, and we see more b- black goo. Big blood coming yeah. out of it. Um, and that's when uh, he starts to hear these strange noises and voices. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like gibberish. Uh, his wife wakes up, uh, joins him. They're kind of staying around, looking around. The sound gets louder. Now the children wake up. Uh, the man and the woman turn around, and they see a monster, like I said, that looks kind of like Swamp Ape. And the Toxic Avenger had a baby it, it and just kind of stand there in like the bushes looking at him. Uh, the monster picks up the sickle and kills the wife. And we're left to assume that he, he basically kills the whole family. But we don't. it cuts away before we really see anything. Yeah, you kind of hear noises of you uh, hear commotion. Scream, and, yeah, and screaming. You know, and, and hacking sounds. But you don't see what happens. Exactly. Really. We roll the opening credits, which are played over a montage of various shots and footage from some haunted house attraction. Uh, yeah, this was weird. Again, they keep the blue filter on. Yeah. And they're doing, and it's fucking three minutes long. It's way, yeah. I timed it because I was like, okay, I get it. And this is, where we have a theme going on. We have the haunted house theme for this month of October. <clears throat> so, of course, it's, my guess is uh, people who either work at the haunted house or have been to, a, like, it's just like almost like, they're all like Halloween costumes. Yeah. They're all costumes. And some of them are spooky. But then you have like, a hippie who's like peace, dude. Yeah, the and then like a guy. disco dancing chick, and I'm like, um, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. They kind of lost me on the hippie and the dancer. I was like, and what? It, <laughs> you started in this like rustic, back in 1878, murder monster, and then 
you have this kind of creepy music. It just the shift was weird. Yeah, the shift was strange. Um, and I agree with you. Like my first note after this was like the credits. It's long and boring. Very it, long. It, it just keeps going. Like, like I get it. Right. Yeah, get we, it. we got it. Um, <clears throat> anyway, once it's finally over, we're taking a present day um, to like uh, shit. Some Sanger, Sanger, California. Yeah, Sanger, 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 S E N G E R. Um, and so we get this. Uh, these two annoying radio like morning talk show DJs doing voiceover and um, <laughs> just a couple of assholes yeah. trying to be funny on the radio. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, kind of like us. Uh, but <laughs> it, and we just get more mundane shots and just boring shit going around. And but they're, they're just kind of showing the town. Yeah, and they're talking about the opening of Hobbs Grove Haunted House attraction. Uh, by the way, the DJs' names are Chuck and Dan, which are the names of the writers. By the way, and Chuck. Williams, who plays the monster in this, is, was the voice. Was one of the voices. voices yeah. Um, and we learned that this haunted house, uh, Hobbs Grove, was built on the site where the Hobbs family was massacred, which was, I guess, the family. You so know, we're we assuming that this is the uh, the family we yeah. saw in the opening. We cut to Mr. Robert McGee. He's talking to like, a lumberjack dude who's cutting down trees to make room for Mr. McGee's parking lot for the haunted house. Uh, McGee has a little tree huggerish moment here, saying that sad he has to cut down all the trees. But you know, but Lumberjack's like, "Yep, oh well, let's think about all the money you're gonna make with all the cars that are gonna be parked here." He's like, "Oh yeah, good point. Fuck them, basically." <laughs> yeah, he's he's <clears throat> he's talking about how he lived there and how he used to play in these trees. It's the, didn't didn't he say that? Something, yeah, something to something the effect like of like. Yeah. I don't know. I know he was sad for some reason. Like, I hate to see these. They've been here for so long. I hate to see the trees get tucked. Yeah, cut I thought down. he said something about how he used to play in the trees. It made me think that he lived here. Did he have any association <laughs> with it? But whatever. I, don't know. I missed that part. But anyway, did, but... the guy's like, we're going to make progress, man. That's what you do. And so it's, they're kind of hitting on, like you said, the hippie kind of, you know, we're destroying this land for progress and yeah. capitalism. For profit. You can make a, make a killing off this local yearly very seasonal haunted house attraction. This is not the first movie that's done this, nope. by the way. It seems like there's a theme in in, in B level horror movies where you can make a killing. Yeah, really, if you want to haunt house, you're a billionaire. <laughs> you're gonna be rolling in it. Uh, so we cut to Nancy McGee now, Rob's wife. She's auditioning girls to work in the haunted house. Uh, this is where we meet Stephanie, who gets based hired based off of her screaming ability. It's <laughs> another thing. They're holding auditions for people to work at a haunted house. Yeah. You need bodies. You just need people who sh- will, like, be willing to show up for peanuts. Yeah. And go, ooga booga. <laughs> uh, auditions. Come yeah. on. Uh, and then we go right back to the lumberjack guy who gets interrupted by this grizzled old man in overalls. Uh, this guy turns out to be the caretaker of the land. I was... Which is like, what? <laughs> like, he's... He is the caretaker. Caretaker, well, like, I get, like, you know, old, you know, buildings or old, like, have caretakers and old estates, but this is just, like, modern-day, like, a farmland out in the yeah. middle of nowhere. Like, and this guy just brought the property. Yeah, he's like, so, you don't need, the guy owns it. He's, yeah. like, why the fuck is this caretaker here? Like, what, like, it makes, I'm not doing a good job really explaining, but it makes zero sense why this guy's here. He's the caretaker. What's yeah. he the caretaker of? Like, he doesn't do anything. And it's, pre- it's pretty raw land. It is. It, yeah, it, it's, it's just open farmland. If, if if it's even farmland, it's, it's a lot just, of just open land. Just, like, open prairie. Yeah. Basically. There's a couple trees here and there. and Yeah, there's not much. <laughs> it's like, what the hell are you <laughs> doing? And he looks like your common, like, 
crazy drunk like uh, vagabond who's yeah. in horror movies is like, don't go there. That place is cursed. Yeah, you know, exactly. That, yeah. that common trope. And that's basically what he is, except he just doesn't have a bottle of Jack Daniels with him. He's not riding a bike or anything like that. He's just, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just this old grizzled man in overalls. And he's just like, he mumbles and grumbles. Grumbling and bitching. I'm old and pissed off and I got to eat pork and beans. Yeah. Anyway, so he's just like, so the character basically kind of stares at the lumberjack. And he just kind of gives him like this evil eye type thing. And, but he's just almost like, yeah, whatever. He just goes back to cutting wood and the caretaker walks away. And <laughs> that's, that's it. it. Uh, the lumberjack cuts into like this large branch and that's, he notices the tree is bleeding. Yes. There's, it's bleeding there's blood. blood on the tree, in the tree. Um, so now we cut back, we go back to Maggie. <laughs> they don't really call anyone more about that. Nope, like, huh. That's it. Never had no call back to that ever again. We go to Maggie who is, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, not Maggie, McGee. We have a Maggie and a McGee. So we go to McGee, who's making his way to, to the auditions. Along the way, he, he we're introduced to two of his employees, BJ, the black guy, and Josh, who's like the veteran employee. He's worked at his house, haunted house for, I guess, a few seasons now. Uh, he leaves as another employee, Reef, the Asian stoner, comes up and joins the other two. We cut to this group of three girls sitting around in a waiting area, Waiting for their turn to audition. And this is where we meet the blonde goth goth girl, Carrion, who's always writing or drawing in a journal filled with pentagrams. and all. They, they went so far over the top of this goth girl. It's like, holy shit. I, I, I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that they went over the top of the really? They didn't go over the top with anybody else as much. No, they really Except didn't. Except for Reef. Reef was Reef, pretty. Reef was a So pretty Reef, we didn't, you, you mentioned he was a stoner, but yeah. he is on another planet yeah he's he, so high i mean he's like the again he's the stereotypical like tropes that we see in these movies that are just like we, we've complained about before that are so stoned they're like brain dead right and it's like <laughs> no one smoked themselves that retarded like he's, I, like he's off the charts high yeah so you have reef and this goth girl who are turned all the way up yeah but everyone else is like just at like a four yeah <laughs> you know? which is so weird like, yeah like, 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 go over top with everybody or don't do it. Like pull him back because everybody else kind of really the only yeah. other the only other the, the, the bitchy girl. Okay, yes. Look at yes. Uh, the blonde girl with dark blonde and dark hair. Uh, she's the snobby rich bitch girl Rhonda whose dad supposedly owns like half the town. She is also turned up to basically 11. Her, yeah. They, they gang go she's over. super bitch. But yeah so they take the, the, the stereotype tro- character tropes and crank them way too high, but then like your your average run the mill characters are just so so you have half of bland. them half of them cranked all the way up and half of them way turned all are the way so down. They're so muted, it's like they're all like cooking together. Already, there's really nothing distinguishes them from one another at all. And then you have these ones that are so over the top. It's really very stark and contrasting. Yeah, it's almost it's like it's it's not it's not good. It, it's not done well. Um, and then we have another blonde girl who she's the quiet, mousy, good girl, Maggie. Yeah, they're all blonde. <laughs> yep, all blonde. Stephanie's the only non-blonde in here. Uh, McGee joins Nancy for the auditions. He gets introduced to Stephanie as she leaves. Uh, McGee and Nancy have a talk about how they really have to make this year's haunted house work because they've sunk all their money into it and blah, blah, blah. Which Aaron's about looks like he's about to blow it, lose his mind. I am about to blow my fucking stack here. I cannot stand 
the logic behind this and i kind of i don't know if i love it or hate it you know it's like we're putting all of our money into this haunted house it's gonna pay all it's gonna make all of our problems go away <laughs> for like three months <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, i listened to the episode you did last week where i was gone i came back and i listened to it and it sounded like the same kind of thing yeah right where yeah. these people are Putting all their eggs in one basket. <laughs> yeah. And then I listened to Halloween Haunt, Killer Eye, where they're like, this haunted house pays all our bills. <laughs> yes. I forgot about that. Yes. And now this we one, live off this for a whole year. This one, it's like, this is going to make our dreams come true. <laughs> this is, really? If haunted houses were this profitable, <laughs> you think it'd be like, people would be on to something. They'd be all over the place. No. No, oh, they're more of them are closing down every year. They're staying open. <laughs> they're seeing less and less of them. <laughs> I forgot they said that in Halloween haunt. Yeah, and I just watched it the other night. Oh too. God, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> it's just so crazy. Yeah. Um. So anyway, they go back to the auditioning girls, and we get a, sh- a short scene between Stephanie and Rhonda, which is basically just filter. A filter scene to again really show off how bitchy and snobby Rhonda is. They really have to hammer this home like, in, like insanely hard over your head. It was like in a short amount of time. She's calling people cows and poor and yeah. trash and oh my shoes are worth more than this and blah. I should be in Barbados and blah or somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, and she looks like like the trailer park queen. Yeah, she kind of looks trashy. She looks trashy. Yeah, she looks like. She doesn't look like the rich bitch snob. She looks trailer park like the yeah, trailer she, park prom she, queen. She's smoking a cigarette too. Yeah, it's she, like really the rich bitch kind of has yeah. a bad hair dye job. It's and, horrible. It's and like smokes it, reds. Yeah. <laughs> Grant, it's a small town, but still, like, is the rich is, is that is she is that the, I mean, it's a small town, so maybe the richest person is just one of the biggest trailer park or something. Ooh. I don't know, but <laughs> she looks. It does not. They did not wardrobe. Did not do a good job with her. They no, helped convey they did the rich bitch ad. No, they did not. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Stephanie uh, goes off to join the guys who are hanging out on a picnic table. And this is where Carrie comes up. Uh, tells them, hey, I just got hired on too, guys. Yay. And you are hearing this correctly. Her name is Carrie. Yeah, which, like, which means dead meat. Um, so we go back to Maggie in her middle audition. And again, they really have to hammer home the fact that Maggie's just shy and mousy. Like, there's no salty in these <laughs> things. So, yeah, okay. No nuance here. You have shy and mousy, okay. Yeah. You have stoner, okay. You have bitch, okay. You have goth, all right. Yeah. And then you have three people that are just. Josh, yeah, yeah Josh, Stephanie, and somebody else. They're just like. Yeah. Well, white guy, black white guy, guy, blonde, brunette girl. Yeah, like you know, like that's the only thing that's identifiable about it. Really him. is, you know. And I'm, and you know, weird way, I guess I am kind of glad they didn't play up that the black guy's black by him being all crazy street and stuff. He was Not, just a guy. He, he sort of, yeah. but they had moments where they, they tried. He that did have he had moments, moments where that was, where they were trying to push it a little bit. He's like, "You're I'm right. Out. I'm gonna bounce. Like, he, oh, I'm out of here. Like, he right. has he moments. Did, he did have moments." He did have a little smattering <laughs> of stereotypical bullshit, yeah. but not that much. Not that much. They really they 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 didn't go too crazy with it. They Which just, I was I will say I was very surprised. I kept waiting for like they're gonna hammer home like his urbanness or something. Dude, I was just <laughs> waiting for him to have like a bandana hanging at <laughs> the back of his pants, like wearing a wife beater, a gun you know, sticking out of his belt, holding or a basketball or something. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't. Yeah. 
They uh, didn't think as racistly as I do. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Nancy tells Maggie, you know, hey, you know, you're not confident. Try again next year. Thanks for coming. Blah blah blah. Maggie shakes McGee's hand, and that's when she gets a vision. Oh no! Yep, you heard it. Here we go again. Another fucking psychic vision <laughs> uh, of a woman in a wheelchair and some kids. Uh, when this happened, Maggie lets out this loud scream, which makes the McGee's reconsider the decision not to hire. And like, oh, you know what? You're you're hired anyway. That was a great scream. That was and a great scream. You shocked me, and you had a weird vision. Yep, you're hired. You're hired. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. Never again. <laughs> Outside, uh, McGee and Nancy introduce Maggie to the others. And then they go over the basic ground rules of working at Hobbs Grove, which is no drinking, no drugs, no pranks, and no sex in between shifts. Uh, they br- And then they, they, they break before they have a nighttime flashlight tour of the haunted house so they can kind of see what they're going to be working in. Uh, we c- Now we get a short shot of the monster's hand rising up from the un- from underground, from the ground, in front of the Hobbs Grove sign. I mean, this is such a... Dude, this is what stuff we did. This is exactly what we did in high school. Like, this is exactly what we like did. It's like ninth grade a shit. A pile of leaves. Yep. A, a sh- the shot of the sign. <laughs> and then the hand shoots up and goes... Rawr! Which is... It was so random, too, because normally like in these, there's some kind of trigger... That yeah. Yeah, like oh trigger effect that makes them like here it's just like everything's fine all of a sudden boom monster hand like right what you're, you're totally right like There's... it would have made more sense for that monster hand to shoot about the ground when we saw like maybe the tr- bleeding tree of the right? lumberjack yeah but we're like ten minutes away from that now. And so it's like, what? And there's, 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 there's no, no trigger. Exactly. There's no trigger. There's nothing that, like, signifies the resurrection or the rising of the monster. Yeah. There's no... It's just... Here I am. Yep. Hey. And it's not even Monster like, time. And like when we jumped to President Day, it's not even like the 100th year anniversary. There's no day. It's just like fucking random day and time. Like, yeah, there's, it's there's like no a little, it's a little over 100 years. Yeah, there's, like, it's, it's, there's no correlation. Um, so uh, then we go right back to the group meeting up for the flashlight tour. Maggie gets another vision as she enters the house. Uh, Rhonda gets pissed off and Nancy suggests that she wears sneakers and not heels while working in the haunted house. She's like, oh, how dare you? You want me to wear sneakers? Uh, what am I, white trash? Yeah. I think that's what she much, says. Yeah. I was like, yes. Yes, you are. Yes, yes, you are. Um, and again, I sw- uh, Rhonda and Karen get into a small argument and I swear we watch in real time as they tour this entire haunted house. Oh, yeah. It just keeps going and going and it's boring. And, and it's... Unscripted. It is, yeah, totally unscripted. They're trying to All improvise ad-libbed. it, and it's just, and it's awful. Like if you're gonna, you can't go ad lib that long with like just with this with amateur talent like this. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. So imagine walking through an unmanned yeah. haunted house by flashlight with a flashlight. Yep, that's exactly what you get. That's yeah. That's exactly what you. That get. is what you get. It, it's crappy cinematography. It's dark. It, you know, it's like it's awful. It's. It's it might be one of the worst parts. It's so it's fucking ridiculous. It's bad. Um, so they come to the stairs and they get up to the second floor. Rhonda has another flip out, complaining about how dare they expect her to go upstairs in these shoes? Because apparently she can't walk upstairs in heels. She keeps talking about how these shoes, these shoes. It's like, come on. And they're not like, uh, was it Mola Yes, thank you, Blonics or Louis Vuittons or anything like that. They're they're fucking like Target brand or you know, they're they're. they're they're not. They're Macy's. Like classic they're, heels. Yeah, yeah. They're, not, they're not even. Like, they're not even like stiletto heels. It's like the big. It's a heel, but it's like the, the wooden chunky. block. It's yeah. like the wooden like, block like heel. A chunky heel. Yeah. yeah, 
And you're like, I can't go upstairs in these. So uh, Nan- I worked just as just a preface. The reason I know so much about women's shoes is I used to manage shoe stores. I know. And you used to sniff and put on the women's shoes in the back. And we know about your fetish history. It's okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. As long All as right. we got that out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, Nancy's like, you know what, Rana? You know, I know your daddy wants you to work here, but maybe you should reconsider this. And with that, Rana gets even madder. She says she quits and she storms off to leave. And we go back to the never-ending tour. Dude, these places must bring in tons of money. If the richest man in town wants to get a piece of the action, yeah, he's they even they gonna... say, like, the dad's like, oh, you're trying to buy and invest in us. And they're like, the, if, for the guys who are, like, saying that we desperately need this to work, we have put all our money, and you have, like, the richest man like, in the city. The richest city, man in town. In town wants to invest. You should be like, fuck yeah, I'll take your money. <laughs> Sold. Sold. But, like, nope. <laughs> Uh, I totally believe you. Yeah, and like they totally be like, yes, please invest in us. That will help out greatly. Right. <laughs> We're like, no, we don't want your, we don't want your billions of dollars. We don't your want millions. all your money. We don't want your money. It's not, it's not like they even say it. It's not like he's like corrupt or anything. They never even say he's like, oh, he's a drug dealer or he's a corrupt politician. No. He's just a rich dude who, who apparently invested his money very well because he owns a, like half the town. So he knows what he's doing. <laughs> like, fuck him and his money. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your daughter, too. <laughs> She's fired. <Yeah. laughs> That's really way to make good ends with a right. rich guy. Fire his daughter. <laughs> anyway, finally the tour ends, and uh, they, they end up in like, this back storage room, like prop room, uh, where Carrion pickpockets some random prop, which never has, a, never comes back to again. It's out. It's pointless. The tour ends, and uh, so they all go back to what's called the midway, which is basically just the center area of the the attraction ground. It's kind of like a college quad. It's just kind yeah. of. Like, Middle meet, it's like where they have like concession stand and yeah, a bonfire. Yeah, they're like a bonfire. It's like this yeah, meet, to the middle. left is the house, to, to the, the right, right is the haunted forest, and up yeah. here is the hayride. It's just, yeah, it's just this middle area. Uh, Rhonda, who is now somehow lost in the haunted house, even though this entire thing is just a linear series of rooms and hallways, like there's no maze here. It's just follow the line, basically. Follow the yeah, follow. you just walked through like less than five minutes ago, and you're like. I'm lost. Yeah, this is this is not like a grand <laughs> labyrinth of no. twists and turns. <laughs> you walk straight, you walk straight back. You it's, tell like, me. it's like a series of four rooms, and then you go upstairs, which you didn't even go upstairs. So it's basically four rooms and then out the door. And he's like, I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> so she just winds around some more bitch and can play the whole time. And she hears the noise, but she sees nothing. Uh, she finds a light switch. She flips on the light. Uh, next, we hear a creepy kid singing right before the monster bursts through a door behind Rhonda. She screams as the monster attacks her with a sickle. Rhonda's able to dodge the first few swings, but she's quickly cornered and then beheaded with a swipe of the sickle. She's dead. Yeah, and I was a little bummed because it was off-screen kill. It's, uh, you know, the sickle comes up and you see a blood splat yeah. on the wall and then a silhouette of the head yeah. being held up. I, 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 I get your disappointment. Like, yeah, we want, of course, we all want to see that. But at the same time, with, you know, with the independent last, you know, there's only so much they can budget-wise for effects and exactly. money. So I, yeah. I get it. Uh, I wasn't, I was disappointed, but it wasn't like, oh, fuck, this is off. Like, it wasn't that bad. I, I've seen worse. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, um, but I was... Uh, because honestly, the suit isn't bad. The costume that the guy's wearing isn't bad. It's, yeah, it's not that bad. It's not bad. 
And, uh, you know, so I was like, ooh, okay, you know, let's let's see what you got. And uh, yeah. we got blood on the wall and uh, shadow. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed the first kill. Um. So... Yeah, so Ron is dead, all right, and like, which is fine with yeah. me because I couldn't take her anymore because, again, she was so over the top. They, they went too far with her, and I think part of it was like, oh, she's only on here for such a limited time. You really have to hang, hammer home that she's this mm-hmm. bitchy girl, and they, but they did it so much as like, god damn. Like, Kill her already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you could have torn her down by like 50%, still, maybe- got the, still gotten the point across. And then, you know, you still could have killed her. But kind of made me think of that girl, the blonde girl in Stabbed in the Face, who was the girlfriend of the dork. And she was an over-the-top crazy bitch, too. Yeah, I remember. But she lasted most of the movie. Way too long. She lasted most of the movie. Uh, Yeah, so anyway, outside, all the other kids, they get in the cars. They're getting ready to leave. Josh offers Maggie a ride after she tells him that she had to walk 12 miles from town 12? to get out here. 12 fucking, 12 fucking miles to get out. Like, Jesus Christ. One way. Like, are you kidding me? Jesus God. Christ. It is 1878 still, I guess. <laughs> God get damn. that bitch a horse. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking bike even. She's, she's a high, they're supposed to be a high school kid. And you're telling me she doesn't, like, one, I, okay, maybe not have a car. I get it. Yeah. But you're telling me she wouldn't have a bike or, like... <laughs> Something 12 miles, 12 miles. Jesus, I mean, 12 Christ. miles on a bicycle is long. That is long, but dude, 12 miles walking 12 miles that would take hours, hours, hours. Yes, so like, yeah, that's like half a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just is about half a marathon. Wait, wait. It's a half marathon. And she walks up there and walks, then she's walking a whole she marathon. Does. She walks a marathon round trip. <laughs> That's insane. Every day. <laughs> I can understand, like, if they said three miles. Yeah, I'd walk three miles. Twelve miles. Twelve miles. <laughs> you guys bit off a little more you can chew. Remember how you're cranking up all the characters? You're cranking up the distance. <laughs> That's something you don't need to crank up, man. Yeah. Well, I'll say, ooh, three miles. Twelve miles. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Oh. Didn't have to do that. She walked them Kenyans, Kenyans, <laughs> Zimbabwe, the marathon people. Kenyans. Kenyans. You go Kenyans. Kenyans. Like, huh? Ken- Kenyans. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, fuck it. Anyway, so the two of them start to bond, and you can tell, you know, there's a, we learn a little bit more about how shy and quiet Maggie is. Again, they keep hammering that home. And you can tell that there's a love connection starting to brew between them as the monster watches them from the bushes. We cut to the lumberjack guy. He's cleaning his chainsaw in his trailer. Uh, and boy, he cleans he cleans this thing for a long time. He keeps that thing clean. And he keeps wiping down the exact same spot over and over and over and over again. He's very proud of his chainsaw. He is. So I'll give him that. Pride in your equipment. That that you know, keep your equipment clean and and uh, uh, maintained and it will provide for you. Provide, yes, thank yes. you. He this, this is his his lifeblood, yes. yes. Uh, so we get some creature POV and growling noises as it approaches the trailer. And then there's no salty here. There's nothing. The, no. the monster's like basically runs up and starts banging against like bam, bam, bam. <laughs> like shaking the whole trailer. <laughs> there is no salty. There's That's a good nothing. point. There's no like sneaky or little sound. Yeah. Or He's just like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminded me like this was, I, this would have been something like, that would have fit right in with uh, uh, God, what was it? Uh, fuck, 
Devil in the Mountain or the, the Bigfoot movie we did where the, oh, the van where you're just like shaking the shit out of the van. Demon? Night of the Demon. Thank you. <laughs> like, it's, that movie was pretty awesome. <laughs> it's like there's no starting to say It's just like Bruh. yeah, he's just. Oh, I hate Confederate flags. <laughs> yes, uh. Uh, so he's backing to show the sides of the trailer. Lumberjack revs up his chainsaw, kicks open the trailer yeah, door. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is. Yeah, he's like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah, the, the, the and honestly, I mean, I can't believe that's pretty good. If you have a fucking big ass chainsaw, he's like, yeah, here we go. And this is his, this is his baby, so yeah. he knows how to use it. He knows it. how to weld it. He comes outside, chainsaw rev, and I'm like, I like where this is going. Yeah, but then he instantly just gets grabbed by the face by a big monster paw, uh, and just uh, he gets the kind of talk, like throttled back around like a rag doll for yeah, a bit. He's got one hand thrashes on the, him around on the chainsaw hand and one hand on his face. And yeah, he's, you know, manipulating him that way. Uh, so he the monster takes a chainsaw, throws the guy onto like this outdoor couch. Yeah. Uh. And then just uses the chainsaw to uh, kill the guy, and the monster does his version of the Leatherface chainsaw dance celebration. Which, like, I'm getting kind of tired of that. Like, I've seen it way too much every time the chainsaw. And I was like, oh, I, I, I get like, your uh, paying homage, but we we get it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you can you ever use a chainsaw in a horror movie without doing that wiggly uh, dance? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Please, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you're allowed to. <laughs> there might be like a law or something. <laughs> oh, you're making a horror movie? Are you using a chainsaw? Yeah, you're going to have to do the wiggle dance. Yeah, it's, it's like a union thing. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to have to. But it's, it's... I a picture of like, what was the guy's name from Office Space? The the, the boss like, yeah, we need you to come oh, in. Oh, uh, Lumberg. <laughs> Lumberg. Like, yeah, I just see him like sitting there with his little tie. Cup, cup like, of coffee. Yeah, you're going to need to do the wiggle dance. <laughs> 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 and then Steven, what's his name, like Mort or whatever, goes like, that's my chainsaw, it's my chainsaw. We're going on a weird path. really weird here. But I did like the amount of blood they were using. Yeah, lots of blood, lots of blood. And again, you don't see him shoving it into the guy, but it's okay, because the amount of blood they used. Yeah, he's shoving it in, like, it would be like his chest and torso, but you basically get him from like, Upper chest up and, and, and a headshot just, just, just blood. blood splattering all over him. Yeah. Um, so we jump back to Josh. He's dropping Maggie off at her house. And he's like, hey, you know, I'll pick you up and drive you to work tomorrow. So you don't have to walk the 12, 12 fucking miles. miles. So you like, don't have to do a half marathon. So And she's like, okay, cool. And she goes inside. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next morning, uh, we meet Sheriff Gillis. Who is talking to McGee while Red Wings? Red Wings, yes. While kneeling over the bloody body of the lumberjack, which has now been moved from the trailer to like a riverbed. Yeah, which yeah. is like really weird. Like, why would you move? Like, I don't understand that. You know what's funny? I didn't even fucking think of that. Yeah, I, good, good for you. Shame it's on like, me. Just leave him at the trailer. Like, why are you moving him to a riverbed? Like, what? You're a monster. You're not just like. It's not like you're like some guy on like SVU trying to get rid of a body. You're a fucking monster. Oh, in the world. Who cares? Gotta Just cover them. my tracks. And honestly, you're probably better off leaving him at the fucking trailer right. than out in the open this riverbed where there's a bridge and everybody can see what well, you're doing. <laughs> Especially since the de- um oh and by the way the deputy finds a severed dick nearby too. By the way. Um, but the sheriff just shocks the lumberjack's death up to a drunken accident, which again. What? Like, this is a shitty sheriff, I'm guessing. I mean, 
He's in a fucking riverbed. There's no chainsaw around the body anywhere. Well, like it would make more sense to say that if he was out at the, you know, if the body was left at the trailer and there's a chainsaw still there. I'm like, okay, I get it. But he's in a fucking riverbed, dry riverbed, just rock. There's no chainsaw anywhere around him. Yeah, it was weird though because he was talking about, he's like, if you look around this area, there's all kinds of bo- beer, beer bottles. Yeah. And, beer. and I'm like, okay, are, is the trailer right off screen? Is that the but regardless, yeah, he's moved. If he's it's a, if either way, moved. yeah, even so the trailer was, is supposed to be there, his body's still been moved. Guessing that he was just the trailer was back there, just off screen. I get, but it, honestly, it, I get what you're saying. But I mean, if you watch the movie and you see what you actually see the trailer shot, you can tell that trailer is nowhere near where that body's found. But yeah, it, it's really weird and confusing. And I get like, oh, he was drunk, and that's fine, but. How do you yeah, say he's a drunken chainsaw accident? There's no fucking chainsaw next to the body. Just, just, just leave him there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's a monster. He's a stupid monster, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But it just, it's a weird, but somebody had to write that. So, I mean, that's just a weird thing to write. Like, why would you think to do that? That's just weird writing. Um, anyway, McGee convinces the sheriff to keep this death quiet in exchange for some free tickets to the haunted house. Sweet. <laughs> and the sheriff's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'll keep this quiet. <laughs> I did like the line. I don't know if you heard the line. It's like, he's like, by looking around the, the state of this place, I can see 16 to 20 different, different alcohol bottles here. And I'll bet you all my black belt magazines. That, you know, I was like, black belt magazines. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I was like, two remember black belt magazines and something else. And I think uh, it was like a car magazine. Yeah. Or or, yeah. Or, yeah. The Auto trader or yeah, something the, like that. Yeah, the, the, the sheriff actually had some good... He was probably the most entertaining character in this of movie. Of course, and he, he delivers his lines almost as well as he did when he was Red Wings from Zombie Decadence. And like I said, this was his first sheriff. acting... Like his first movie, his first role. If you remember in Zombie Decadence slash Zombie for Stripper, he yes. had a very poetic way of speaking. Yeah, A very deliberate... Uh, very large vocabulary and the way he spoke and the way he addressed certain things was very specific. And he yes. has hints of that in this as well. He, he kind of does. Yeah. It's very similar. Uh, but again, yeah, he's definitely by far the best uh, character in this movie. Yep. Uh, we cut to Josh and Maggie as they arrive at their high school where they just so happen to meet up with all the other characters. And which again, they act like they're all friends. And again, this is, if they're high school, there's no way this group of people is all friends. Like there's no way the, the the quiet mousy girl and the 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 black jack and the, the cool josh guy and is friends stoner. is our friends with like the, the fucking goth girl and the rich bitch because the rich be like you get away from me you fucking loser like there's no way these people would be real friends like yeah i could buy okay they went to school together in a small town they happen to work together i get that but like they make they show up at the high school like hey guys what's up hey buddy 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 like no i didn't mind it i i get it but i'm just like it's not it wouldn't. Yeah, it's just because you didn't have any friends in high school. You don't know how it is. That kind of hurts. <laughs> that, that, hurts that cut deep. That Ugh. cut deep. Deep. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> Man, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was your friend in high school. Jesus, come on. <laughs> All right. So anyway, yeah, they all meet with all the others. Stephanie tells them that Ronnie didn't show up for classes today. Uh, the bell rings. They all go their separate ways. But not before Josh and Maggie have another little moment, little meet. Uh, after Josh leaves, Maggie decides to touch Rhonda's locker, and she gets another vision. 
This For one sure. is of the monster killing Rhonda. And now we go to shots of the characters and other crew people working on getting Hobbsgrove up and running. So more montage stuff. Josh and Maggie talk. They bond some more. They build their relationship. And we learn that she's originally from Iowa. Iowa. And which, again, doesn't come into play. It doesn't fucking matter. These backstories, it's a waste. Uh, and we see, like, the creepy old caretaker. He's walking about just doing his creepy thing. Just stumbling around yeah. like he's drunk, but he doesn't have any not, booze. Not caring for anything. Not taking care of anything. Not working. Just bopping around. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, he? like, he should just, yeah, have, like, the jug with, like, the three X's on it or something like that. That's what. That's basically what he might as well be what doing. what he should, should be doing. That's what he should be doing, but yeah. he just, he forgot his prop. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit. I guess I'll just stumble around and be weird. <laughs> I'm just a weirdo. Uh, we jump to uh, BJ and Stephanie. They're working on a set, setting up some, you know, area. And BJ notices that he steps in fresh blood on the ground. Doesn't say anything about it, and that's the whole scene. So he's yeah. like, what? There's okay. a tree that he puts his hand on, his hand's bloody, the ground is bloody, and he's like, Bleh. Yeah, he's like, eh. And, we, and that's it. And we, cut, and we cut to the opening night of Hobbs Grove Haunted House Attraction, and we have the sheriff and McGee have a short exchange of words. And now we start getting shots of the patrons, you know, all the pain people going through the various haunted attractions, like the Haunted House and the Haunted Forest. Uh, the monster pops up in some tall grass after a, a group of people go by. Josh and Maggie are leading another group of three people up to the haunted house. Yeah. Like, this is weird. Like, I've never been to a haunted house that had tour guides. Like, you go to a haunted house, like, all right, yeah, you go in a group. And like, oh, a group of five, seven, depending on what big it is, how many people just shove you through. But, like, this, they have, like, escorts. Like, not just one, but two. Yeah. Like, two escorts. Like, two tour guides lead people up to the haunted house. Like, okay, here you go. Enter if you dare. And then they just, like, leave. And, and like, and then the haunted forest lead them through. I like, it is weird. Like, I, first of all, the group is only three people. I kind of Three get it. people. I can maybe get it, but, man, that's a tiny group to be leading. With two people. Like, okay, one person. You only need two people right. to lead three people. That's just overkill. It was, it was strange. I didn't mind it, but I was like, uh... I've never seen it before. I've never seen It's just weird. Because every wonder, house I've been to is like, okay, there might be somebody at the door. You know, you're, you, you buy your tickets from somebody. You go up to the door. You give them their ticket or whatever. And they, oh, no, they'll do a little spiel or maybe. And they're like, okay, here you go. And they open the door, fresh me. Yeah, they yeah. yell oh, at. Classic. Classic. Yeah. And you go in. And, or, you know, and that's about it, really. That's it. And then maybe. Then you stumble your way through. Stumble your way through. <laughs> and, and then, of course, a hair ride I get because you have a guy, you know, driving the tractor and maybe another worker there who's helping people get on and off the trail and maybe just kind of keep an eye on things making sure people stay on the tractor i would get that but this is just people walking like all right walk them to the haunted house and walk them here and then what's the point like it was it was really weird and i think it also if i was there i would be pissed like it would, i think it would take you out of the moment to have these people like babysitting you as you go through and they keep they in the kids they keep they're supposed to have like lines or like scripted stuff and like just let me go through an experience. They would have to be fucking on point actors yeah, or and, like super into it yeah. and, or, you know, making it more than what it is. And they're just literally walking by. It's like, hey, hey, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. It's really an odd choice. I've never seen it at any haunted house. Um, so, yeah. So meanwhile, Reef is smoking a joint while he waits in his like little area to scare people. He's dressed up. It's supposed to be like a voodoo Priest. priest or voodoo yeah. doctor or something like that. Uh, he's And he's in the haunted forest part. Keep in mind, the haunted house that they had the flashlight tour in, we never, never see Never go back again. in there. They never go back in there. You're always in the forest. Always, it's always in the fucking forest. It's always in the haunted forest. 
uh, or on a trail, yeah. And he starts hearing noises and growls, followed by kids laughing. He gets up to investigate, and he comes face to face with the monster. Reef in this dumbass stoner. Oh, he just goes, "Whoa!" Ooh. Now, I, and he offers the joint to the monster. I don't mind this so much because one. He's working at a fucking haunted house place. And I think that's kind of thing they could have done with the monster. Have the yeah. monster walk around freely, like, looking around. And people are like, whoa, cool costume, dude. You know, or something like that. But they never take advantage of that. You know, I, I see where you're going with that. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I, I like, you know, it totally, it has, if it's done right, it can work. Because definitely because it's, it's haunted house and amazing costume. But at the same time, coming off of shit like, American Fright Fest where the killers were the exact same thing you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, the people walking around freely. It's like, do I really want to see that again? Okay. Like, well, know, like it's, it's, it's fair enough. It's used so much in these type of movies. But, that, but for Reef, yes. I can maybe see him be like, whoa, this must be another guy who works here. Yeah. Considering okay. he's in costume. He's like, want to hit bro. And he does not want to hit. He does not want to <laughs> hit. Uh, so, you know, I guess from yeah, at that point, I guess mm-hmm. I, I didn't think of it from, I was just like, Jesus Christ. I thought it was just the same star. Bullshit we've seen every story. Dude, here you go, man. Well, they were definitely, the they were definitely it's a little from column A, a little from column yeah. B. Uh, but the, it's funny. The monster actually thinks about it for you a moment. Tell, like, he, he does. He looks at the jury like, hmm. But then he just grabs Reeves by the wrist, throws him up against the wall, and kills him with the sickle. <laughs> I know. It's like, uh, you're smoking that swag shit, son. <laughs> That's <cheap>. Die! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get more shots of people going through the haunted house and haunted forest. Uh, BJ leads his group to Reef's voodoo area, uh, where they find Reef's severed head sitting on a shelf. Uh, but of course, everyone thinks it's just part of the show because BJ's like, "Reef, come on, man, do your he's thing." He's like, do I, it. "I guess he's supposed to be in a box that's supposed to he's supposed to pop out of." I don't even think that's it because if you look at it, like, I think he was supposed to be like. I mean, when we look at him before he's killed, he's just sitting around, and I don't think he's supposed to be in a. Honestly, the box of his—that's the trick. Like, just put him in there with the circle and stick his head up through it. That's just to get the shot. But I don't think he was supposed to like his character was supposed to pop out of that box. I think he was just supposed to be there, like, like, oh, I'm the voodoo doctor, and let me tell you a scary story or something. Because <laughs> like, oh, this voodoo doctor shrinks head, so I think he's supposed to come out and go like, oh, ooga booga, shrink your head and. Blah, or something like that. I wish you guys could see the little <laughs> dances Marshall is doing here. I'm trying not to laugh as he's doing this weird shitty. <laughs> and then it's the second time we've said hooga booga. It's like the third time, really. Yeah, so like that. It's going to be an ongoing thing. Uh, but yeah, and, and I think Carrion, it's either Carrion or Stephanie is with. Again, it's, yeah. they're, they're in groups of two. It's Carrion and, and BJ. BJ. And they're, and they're like, like and, and come the, on, Reef, do you think? Reef, what the fuck, yeah, man? The, the customer's like, lame, lame, yeah. And, like, and they, whatever, yeah, we so walk on. I guess they think he's so stoned, he's asleep? Yeah, that's what they're like. They're, that's exactly what they thought. They were so, he's so stoned, he fell asleep in a box with his head sticking out of it. <laughs> like, really? You guys are fucking morons. That's, that's pretty bad. And again, I would, like, even if that, let's say, I, I really don't think that was a thing, like, he's supposed to jump out of a box, but... They work there. They should know what his role was going to be and what. So if they see his head sitting on a shelf like that or a box, they should know that. Okay, first of all, that's not a hollow box. They, <laughs> you would think they would know. Anyway, it does. I'm probably digging too deep, but it I just, think we are. But it. I don't know. It's whatever. Uh, where was I? All right. Uh, we go back to uh, Maggie. She exits the haunted house. She takes a seat on the steps. Josh comes out to join her. They check up on her. 
And he's like, and they exchange words. She's like, you want to go grab some hot cocoa? And she's like, yeah, okay, let's go. And they, they just get up and leave. So I'm like, I thought they had a tour group with them. That he just like, it's like, fuck them, let's go get some hot chocolate. Marshall, it's cocoa time. <laughs> Apparently it's cocoa time. Cocoa time. It's like, what about your tour group? You just <laughs> left them there. They'll be fine. Both of them. Not once again. Well, you know what? I'll catch up. You go. I'll, I'll catch up. You after this group. No, they're like, fuck them. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Uh, this is why Hobbs Grove's failing so bad. They have shit employees who just don't care. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's supposed to make millions, <laughs> millions. of dollars. Uh, the next morning, we go to Nancy McGee and the sheriff. And they're trying you know, they've discovered the newly or the newly discovered Reef's dead body or his head. And again, the sheriff says he thinks it's the work of a serial killer who preys on small towns. And again, McGee pleads with the sheriff not to shut down the haunted house. He's like, please, please, sheriff, we got so much right this. And again, the sheriff's like, All right, all right. All right. <laughs> We got two murders now, but you know, whatever. We'll keep it open. One, one, they kind of passed off as an accident. Yeah, and now it's like this is a definite murder. There's a severed head on a yeah. box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no accident there. He did say, "Well, there was drug paraphernalia in the area. Yeah. Maybe it was a drug deal gone drug wrong. Drug dealer gone wrong. Yeah, over weed, <laughs> weed. not fucking cocaine, oh, like kilos of her matter. Fucking weed. You think you would be?" Also, it had to be like major money's worth to cut someone's fucking head off. Yeah. I would hope it's like hundreds I mean, of thousands of dollars. That's like cartel level shit. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> hey man, he skimmed me on a bag of a dime bag. Of swag, he, swag. Off of his head. <laughs> he crossed the Red Queen, apparently. <laughs> uh, but so they also are leaving, but the sheriff's like, hey, hey, deputy. Take a picture. He, he, he does pose with the uh, the severed head. The severed like, head. They're going to love this in Black Belt Magazine or something <laughs> like that. He does, I did get kind of giggle out of that. Yeah. Uh, so now we go to BJ, Carrie, and Maggie and Josh who are gathered together after Reef's funeral, which I guess is the same fucking day his body was found because there's like nothing to show any time passes here at this point. I mean, and we learned that there's still one more week to Halloween at this day. He's like, oh, yeah. we still have a week to Halloween. So that so, was a fast turnaround for a funeral. Yeah. Like, that's like the very next day or the, the day of they found the body. That's how they do it in Sanger. I bet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so Carrion spouts off some gothic bullshit about death and then orders BJ to drive her to the mall so she can hate people. I like that line. That's just like, <laughs> get me right to the mall. I need to hate some people. I was like, all right, that's pretty fucking goth. All right. <laughs> Hanging out at the mall. It's almost it, maybe go to Denny's and drink coffee and smoke but cigarettes. I can't. But that, that, but you know what you're describing is the goss from fucking South Park. But it's it's. But that's but it's a caricature of these. It's so over the top. But I mean, we fucking did that shit in high school too, or at least I knew girls who did, or guys that did too. Like my wife, <laughs> <laughs> she did that shit. Anyway, so uh, Maggie and Josh they stay behind. Uh, Maggie tells Josh that she's thinking something bad happened to Rhonda and she tells him about her visions. Uh, they hug, which the camera stays on the hug just long enough for it to become awkward. Like it, <laughs> it hangs on that shot just a little too long and just like, you can kind of tell like it was like, Let go of me. cut. <laughs> and he said, cut yet? Nope. All right. Just keep hugging. I'm going to keep hugging you. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just a little too long. Uh, now we jump to Hollow's Eve. 
night at Hobbs Grove. In the office are McGee, Nancy, and some other guy who I think his name's Mark. They're going over the numbers for the attraction, like the ticket sales and all this shit. And Mark tells them that they're making shitloads of money because people want to come see the murder sites. And Nancy's like, I feel a little guilty about being open. But McGee's like, fuck it. Look at all the money we're making. She's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut this. <laughs> How much money are they making? I know. It's like... It's like how make, much are the markups on their cocoa? Yeah, like it's, they're making something like it's Scrooge McDuck like swim in a vault type money. They're having like no, <laughs> no. So we cut to Stephanie and Maggie. They're in costume. They're they're talking in one of the haunt locations, and they're talking about Reef and how much Josh really likes Maggie and their boyfriend and girlfriend now. And blah blah blah. And again, we learned Maggie and her mother moved here to Singer after her father died in a car crash. And that Maggie's mother grew up in this town. But again, it doesn't fucking matter. You, they keep giving us this backstory information that you think is going to come back and somehow make some connection. It never does. Nope. It never does. Maggie gets a call from Mark uh, on the walkie-talkie uh, saying, hey, come to the haunted house, take over for BJ. Uh, and of course, this leaves Stephanie all alone. Before Maggie leaves, Stephanie says they should uh, go on a girls' road trip after this, which is really weird. That, that line is going. I know, it seemed, I know, out of nowhere, it seems so forced. I, it was. It was. I know. We just met last week, maybe. So but let's. We're, we're gonna go on a road trip, Thelma Louise style, just without the. But yeah, but it's like, but did they meet? Because they went. They go to high school together. But it's like we just became acquaintances or kind of friends and last now week. they're besties but now like we need to go on a road trip together and it's like like who's like this like, awkward. like stephanie's about to die but we need to somehow cram and like give her a relationship real quick yeah. <laughs> how do we show her connected to somebody really quick right before she, how do oh. we make you care about her yeah, she like, wants to go on a road, road trip. trip i'd be like that girl's weird yeah it's like uh <laughs> if it, yeah. Why don't we just yeah. go to the movies first yeah. or something? Yeah. yeah. It was so awkward and forced. It was weird. Very so, forced, yeah. So Maggie leaves and she walks through the dark uh, alone and she starts hearing uh, noises and growls. She spins around and sees something moving behind a fence and a bunch of foliage. foliage. And then she bumps into the caretaker who comes up behind her. <laughs> the caretaker says her innocence may save you, but blood runs deep here. And Maggie's like, Hey, did you see something? She turns to look for the monster. Um, is asking if she saw anyone, but when she turns back, the caretaker just caretaker vanished. vanished. He's gone. He's gone. And she's like, eh, all right. And she had, she just walks off again. It's fucking caretakers drive me nuts. I know. It's, it's like <laughs> fucking Houdini or something. Just vanished or Nightcore <laughs> teleporting around. Uh, uh, so we go back to Stephanie, who's trying to reach Mark over the one of the walkie talkies, but she can't reach anybody now. Cause apparently now they don't work. Even though just like two minutes ago, they were fine. Stephanie turns around and gets a... <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry, I read my notes five. But I laughed at this too. Because she she's saying like, Mark, Mark, can you hear me? Nope, nope, okay. And she turns around. And the instant she turns around, she gets just this nasty backhanded pimp slap from the monster. Which knocks her out. Fucking it's just loved a, it. It's out of nowhere. Just wham! <laughs> five across the eye. Backhand style. She drops to the ground. <laughs> bitch, bitch, <laughs> bitch, where's my money? <laughs> uh, the oh. monster 
picks up this giant tombstone, which you can clearly tell is made out of plastic. styrofoam. Styrofoam, plastic, it, it, yeah. yeah. And, but he's like, oh, it's so big. And no, it's like a pound. It made me think of like those Star Trek, the old Star Trek. With the stone like, boulders, yes. the styrofoam boulders. Yes. They're like bouncing off of things. <laughs> There's a... <laughs> I had to bring up... Uh, it was one of the pork shot movies. Uh, where he's killing oh, all those hunters, yes. and he he hats uh he smacks me with uh, 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 their head against a boulder, and you see the the paper mache boulder dent dent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so he picks up a tombstone and he crushes her with it, killing her. And the after effect makeup of Stephanie's face is the worst in the movie. Did it they, looks comically did bad. Did they just put, like, Chef Boyardee ravioli on her face? Yeah, like spaghetti or something. It was like, like it was, un- it was, it didn't look like a face, it just looked like smushed cherry pie. Yeah. It's like the kid from Cherry from American Pie like who just fucked the pie. pie, they just put it on her face. Like, oh, we'll take that once you're done with it, we'll just shove <laughs> it on her face. Yeah, it looks it's just, so bad. It's just unrecognizable Red mush. With like an eyeball. Like you could like half her face. I couldn't even see really, the eyeball. I, I saw, yeah. yeah, but it would just look like just mush. They just yeah. put mush on her face. It was really bad. It was not it was one of the worst effects in the movie, probably the worst effect. Uh but the monster, you know, he's not completely an asshole because he does decide to put the tombstone back where he got yeah, it. He puts it back. Yes. And then he drags <laughs> picks up somebody by the feet and drags her away. <sighs> Which I get you'd want to hide the body, but like it's like why are you putting the tombstones? Like he's so polite. He's it's like, a fucking monster. Yeah, it's like where did he get manners from? Like he's like, what is going on with this thing? This is such a weird he, he, thing that he does. Yeah, it's like why? It makes no sense. Like he's supposed to be a primitive like killing monster. He's bashing. He's, he's destroying trailers. He's killing people. But he'll put the tombstone decoration <laughs> back where it belongs after he kill, uses it to kill somebody. Give a hoot. Don't Give pollute. <laughs> Left it how you found it. Ah. Oh. I'm going to take this body with me. It wasn't supposed to be here. No, throw it away. Recycle. Recycle. Jesus. Okay, so Hobbs Groves closed down for the night. Maggie, Josh, BJ, and Karen, Karen are uh, they're heading to their cars in the parking lot. Maggie asks if they've seen Stephanie. They're all like, nope, haven't seen her. Maggie runs her hands over Stephanie's car, trying to get a vision, but nothing comes to her. Uh, BJ's just like, I'm hungry, so I'm leaving. Is I'm that out. what she was doing? Yeah. She's trying to get a vision? I thought she was just jealous of a ride. And it like, looks like oh, I wish I had a car. <laughs> I, I wish I had to walk the 12 <laughs> miles. I to walk 12 miles. Oh, man, this Camry sure is sweet. <laughs> It does give, like, yeah, it actually plays, it plays more like that, but yeah, it's supposed to be she's trying to get a, a, a vision. <laughs> but I like your explanation much better. <laughs> it would make more sense. <laughs> Maybe if she's dead, this will be mine. Exactly. Like, that's why she has to be saying, nobody's seen her? Mm. <laughs> Maybe they won't notice I take her car now. <laughs> so, yeah, BJ's like, I'm hungry, I'm out, he leaves. Followed by Carrion, who just says, Never more. And then leaves. Like, I know. It's like, again, it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's so gosh, she can't even say bye or later. She's like, never more. And like, what the fuck, man? It just. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how I'm going to say goodbye from now on. Yeah. <laughs> see see, how, see every, how long I keep friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time you say goodbye, say never more from here on out. 
Ugh. So Maggie and Josh, they're about to kiss when they get interrupted by BJ honking his car horn. And the next money, money morning, uh, the sheriff, Maggie, and Nancy are gathered again. And they're talking about how Stephanie's missing this time. And the sheriff now is like, you know what? I'm going to shut this place down. But McGee again flips out saying that it's Halloween night. It and that hun- yeah. hundreds of people will be coming here. It hasn't been 24 hours. Yeah. And for some insane reason, the sheriff again agrees to let the place stay open. I sure do like this place. Uh, it's like, okay, okay this, at this point, this guy needs to not be a sheriff. And it's so funny because he's really struggling with decision. He's like, oh, I need to protect the people of this town. Why are you tell me not to do this? All right. <laughs> sure, we'll keep it open. We won't shut it down. But he's like, really like... I know. He's... Arguing against nothing because the actor who's trying to convince him to keep it over is like, come on, Sheriff. I know, he's like, well, like I need this. My family needs this. He's, like, such so a snivelly, he's a snivelly little bitch. And the Sheriff is this big strapping. Yeah. And he's making this huge argument. And it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, really? Really? Yeah. Well, I, it, it, that easy, huh? Yeah, at this point, it, it's become unacceptable. It's comical. It, it, yeah, it's like, are you, why is he, yeah. It's just silly. Uh, cut to Maggie walking around the haunted forest area in the daytime. And she comes to Jed Hobbs' actual gravesite and touches the tombstone. Which, of course, this gravesite is out here after 1878. One gravestone out here by itself is, of course, why not? It's a great shape, yeah. Uh, she gets a she vision. She's so close to the actual fake graveyard. I know. It's like, here's the real one, and here's the <laughs> fake one. Ten feet back. Why like, even make a fake one then? Just have them walk through the real just, one. Just, just include it. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets a vision of the monster killing the Hobbs family. This knocks her on her ass. And she gets up to run away and runs into McGee. When she touches him, she gets another vision of his death. She runs off by herself, and McGee heads back to touch the haunted graveyard section. Uh, touch up the haunted graveyard section of the haunted house. <laughs> She's just touching everything. Yeah, like, he's like just zap, zap, zap. <laughs> uh, and this is where he finds a walkie-talkie underneath the tombstone that the monster used to kill Stephanie. And I don't know why he does this, but he picks it up. He looks at it. And then he just chucks it into the woods. I, I didn't. I, I, I kind of get it. I like, guess he's trying to cover up a crime. He's like, oh, maybe she did die. Maybe something happened. But even but I'm going to cover up the crime scene. Right. But it was but, so. What? But it huh? doesn't make any sense because there's nothing. That's doesn't. It's it, just a walkie-talkie. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it doesn't like uh, a point to anything. Like they already know she's missing, so there's no surprise that her walkie-talkie would be left here if she's already missing. It's not like. There's a bloody knife on the ground. Right. Or anything. it's just a fucking walkie-talkie, which, by the way, you paid for. And if you're so strapped for money, why are you throwing your own shit away? That's exactly that just cost you money because now you got to go buy another one. I was like, just put it in your fucking pocket yeah. and go, man. There's no blood on it. It doesn't say Stephanie's walkie-talkie on it. It just, <laughs> why? It's not like a severed foot yeah. left behind or anything just, like why that. Why are you putting why throw that into the woods? So I understand what they're going for, but that was piss poor. Yeah, like make it either a different object or just... It didn't make him seem corrupt. It made him seem stupid. Yeah, it's just stupid. <laughs> just exactly. Really he, he should have just picked up, looking like, uh, maybe mm. made a facial look, like, like uh oh, and then just pocket it. Yeah, that would have been better. Like, but not oh, throw no, it into the, yeah. not chuck it into the yeah. woods with your finger. If you're concerned about it, you, what you threw it maybe ten feet away. Yeah, you throw it that and far. now your fingerprints are on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
We join Maggie as she enters the caretaker's shack. Um, she's looking for the caretaker. <laughs> she sees him stumbling. Excuse me, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. 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 <laughs> Mister. Oh, that bitch, get away. Uh, the caretaker pops up. Behind, oh, I'm sorry. She enters this room that looks like there's like an altar in there. It's like this altar with candles in this room. Again, what? Why? It, it looks what? like a, like a like a kind of like a Mexican adobe almost. You yeah, know, I don't know just... what this place is, but I was like, why is there a fucking altar, candlelit altar in this built? You this know that room? scene in Breaking Bad where those people are climbing on their bellies to that weird altar where they're like you can put like. Some pictures of Jesus and and they put different pictures of things. Do you remember that scene? Not Did really. you ever watch that show? I watched it, but I don't remember the scene. Oh, I don't remember that. But that's kind of what I made me think of. I was like, that was weird. Um. Anyway, the character pops up behind her, spouting off some more cryptic shit. Like, we all start out as children. Innocence all, always remembers. Like, what? No, all shit. of all of his fucking little riddles don't make any fucking no. sense. Like, None. Well, except that. Yeah, we all do start off as children. Yeah, yes. that's a give. Yeah, we all know that. There's <laughs> nothing insightful there. But it's like, innocence always remembers. I'm like, huh? what? Innocence is an abstract like, but it's, it's, concept. It's like, I don't mind speaking in riddles as long as you can kind of tie them back to something. Yeah. But there's nothing to tie it back to. No, they and never And the way do. this guy delivers everything, he does sound like you're staring. He is also cranked up to fucking 10 as well. He's guys that, oh, innocence is forever. Yeah. Everyone starts off as children. I just sound like yeah. Jimmy, like Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart. Smith. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Zuzu Spettles. I love Spettles. <laughs> I like to see Jimmy Stewart in this role. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like, what the fuck is he saying? None of it makes sense. Uh, then he lays out a stack of children's paintings in front of Maggie. Saying, oh. these are the dreams of the innocents. Oh. And, and <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? Come on, what the fuck? Uh, what, what, huh? Maggie Maggie asks where they came from. And I don't he know, tells the her kindergarten that, down the street? I'm yeah, a weird <laughs> perv. And I steal kids' art and sniff it? I don't know. Uh, he tells her that he's gathered them over the years. Over the years, they look like they were painted last week. Right? Like, they're fresh paintings, like modern finger paints on brand new paper through the years. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? He must have a great storage system. Yeah. Uh, the caretaker ran was on saying that he's been here for a long time. Longer than anyone that he was here before the town, before there was even a name for this land. Um, it's a bold statement. Yeah, it's like what? So now are we supposed to? Is this guy supposed to be a ghost now? Are we? Is it, are we getting some kind of weird supernatural bullshit going on here? Like what the fuck? It's kind of or is it, or is he just like at this point? I'd be like, all right, this guy's just fucking insane. Like he's just a nut. I'm just fuck. I'm out of here. Like yeah, that's what she should be doing. Yeah, that's what hundred percent she should be like. You have a bunch of kids' paintings. You're ramming bull- crazy shit. You're speaking in riddles. You're a psycho. I got to get out of here. Yeah. But instead, she's like, yeah, all right. And she's Tell looking, me more. She's looking <laughs> through the paintings, each one looking more cryptic and uh, prophetic than the last. Uh, so she comes to one that looks like the thorn symbol from Halloween 6. Yes. That they just added an extra line to. Yes, it, it makes like, no it, sense. There's, you didn't see it anywhere before. Nope. Or anywhere since. Nope. And now she's like, ooh, this, ooh. this is... This is a weird symbol. Yeah. What does this mean? And, and she, she looks up. And she's like, what's this woman? And the caretaker says, it's a warning that this land has a cancer and that tonight is Halloween and that the dead may be looking in. And then she looks down at the painting again. She looks up and he's just gone. 
He just vanishes again. Like, what? Are you... F- at this point, I was like, about to, like, what the fuck? Like, this is so awful and so... Fucking, I don't want to say, I don't even know if I should say trite, but it's like, God damn, what is happening? Like, uh, I'm just more confused. Yeah. It's like, it's like, <laughs> so we cut, now we go to Maggie, Josh, Karrion, and BJ sitting at a picnic table, eating lunch. They're talking and about Stephanie still being missing. Maggie now pulls out the children's paintings, which I guess she took with her. Uh, and everyone's like. <laughs> Yeah, they're like super. This is fucking insane. All right, I, 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 uh, she pulls out the paint and Carrie and replies, "What are you psychic? Are you shitting me? That is one humongous leap from pulling out children's paintings to being psychic." I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's just an insane response to 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 that. And what's even more insane is that Maggie pretty much goes. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> and then everyone else at the table is like, oh, huh. cool. You and they say. totally buy into it without question. <laughs> and she, I'm like, what the fuck? They did go there really easily. It was very, it was like no resistance. None. What, what are you, psychic? Yes. Yep. Yes, I am. Oh, oh, cool. Okay. All right. Huh. Hey, can I, you want some chips? <laughs> I'm like, what, what the fuck? Finish those fries? <laughs> And just, I, can't, I still can't go right. She pulls out these weird kids' paintings, and Carrie's like, what, you psychic? Like, it's not like she's pulling out tarot cards or a crystal ball. <laughs> what makes her take that leap from kids' paintings to psychic? Time. We gotta, we gotta get this movie going. <laughs> so she starts telling them about all of her visions, and then Josh comes to the conclusion that something is being, there's, there's a massive cover-up going on, so now there's a conspiracy theory. But he's right. What? I know, but at the same time, like, what? How does he know what's <laughs> happening? So now we cut to the four of them at the local library doing the research thing. All of a sudden, on the be- town history, they become the kids from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah, like all, the Hardy Boys and Nancy. Yeah, they're all doing the research on the, oh, the town. They're like, oh, look at this. There was a slaughter here. Oh, look at this. This is where they kept the the, the, the town was the plants were fed with blood. Yeah. Oh, look at this. There's, yeah, they they learned. <laughs> Like, all of a sudden, and it's not they're like all, it, like, sleuths. Yeah, it's not even like they're in, like, these old, dusty, like, stacks or tombs. It's like, they're just sitting in this crappy little itty-bitty library with, like, modern books. Like, there's nothing historical about it. like, deep, really funny. Anyway, so, yeah, they learned that some cult uh, that a bunch of old-timey farmers were a part of here worshipped the land back in the 1800s, and the settlers used to think used blood to raise their crops. Uh, then Josh goes on, gives a more history lesson about the town's founding. He tells them about how Jeb Hobbs and his wife are mysteriously beheaded, but his twin girl somehow lived and went on to build the very first farm in Sanger. And uh, Carrion joins us saying that the cult was believed to be responsible for hundreds of disappearances, but no one ever found anything to prove it. I love how this scene goes around. It's so weird. It's like, well, I read this. Yes. Oh, I read a little bit of that, too. Well, I read a little bit of this. Well, this is what I read. Like, are they all reading the same book? Like, <laughs> they would all be like, yeah. It's like, one, I would make sense one person like, oh, check out this. And it would all be in one 
that because all they linked all together. Like, but it's it's so funny how they're like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. There's like one piece here, one piece here, one piece here, one piece here. It's like, and it's, it's they're me, it's all like, part of the same story. Yeah, and it's all fits to together. Me, it's like it's like playwriting or screenwriting one on one. It's like, oh, this we need each character to interact yes. and say this. Yes. So this person will say this part. This person. Will, just have one person say, "Check out what I." Hey, look what I found, guys! Yeah, and then just read. Like yeah. one person should read it from a book. That would make more sense. But it was it was just so unnatural. It was very unnatural. Yeah. It's yes. Like the going around the table and each having like little pieces of like, yeah. history. Yeah. And then it seems like it's this big epiphany kind of moment, right? Yeah. And then BJ's like. Fuck, Fuck you. Yeah. Nope. I don't buy yeah, any I, of this. I don't buy any of this. Uh, <laughs> Later. Yep. I, I'm out because I, I, I don't. I, I'm a bounce. I, I'm not losing my job. Yeah, that's where yeah, it's like the just, little sliver of blackness comes yeah. through. Like, <laughs> I'm going to bounce. I'm bounce. I'm out. Uh, so he's like, I got to go against my last day of work at Hobbs Grove. I'm not, I'm not losing my job. Uh, Karen also goes to BJ because she says I'm not losing my job either. Uh, but Josh stays behind with Maggie, saying that wherever she goes, he'll follow. Oh, I love you so much. Even though, like I said, we just basically met a week ago. But I love you. You're my soulmate, and I will follow you to the end of the earth. I don't trust it. I know. It's like too much. It's like if I was this girl, I'd be like, you are just trying to get in my puss. Yeah. like you're, you're, <laughs> He's laying on so, so thick. You are a sleazy little dick. Yeah. <laughs> like you, he's, either, he's up to something. This guy is... It's too much. Yeah. 100% it's agree with you. It's two totally Prince right. Valiant going on. What is going... What, yeah. I do not trust you. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? I just realized that's the same... That's the bullshit line I would have said in high school because I was like at the point like when you're just desperate for puss in that weird awkward age. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll stay with it. I'll, you know, because, oh, I might have a chance to go with her. So, yeah, I'm... You know, I would lay it on thick. I'm like, yeah. Because I'm thinking I'm trying to be like, yeah. She, but no. Like, well, high school girls are stupid. Most times are pretty stupid. They don't get on. But... Like her. Yeah, like this one. But like... I totally get it. I could see like way too thick. So you tried to white knight that shit, huh? Yeah. yeah I, I did. I tried to white knight a, a lot of times. Yeah. Um, I was and, just more of a rogue. I'm like, bleh, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, it didn't really work. I always uh, friend zoned more times than not. So, yeah. <laughs> Should have been a little bit more of a dick. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, it's true, man. Yeah. It really is true. You gotta be a bit of a dick. Uh, anyway, Maggie... Uh, comes across some info on Grace Hobbs now in the library, the last remaining descendant of Jed Hobbs, which I know it's a movie and they're trying to push along what plot there is to this bullshit, but it's just such a, like, they never, there's no shot of like, asking, oh, I need to find, where would I find this? It was like, they just happen to have all the information right there in front of them. There's no, like, there, there, there's no shots of like going through books and like, oh, not this book or not this book. Oh, oh I found this book or like, 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 there's, like, not even like the historical side, like, you know, like a history of like the people that lived there or like, like a census, like old census information. It's just like all these random, like fucking high school books or something like that. It's like, <laughs> what? So Josh tells, uh, she tells Josh that Grace has Alzheimer's and hasn't left her house in 10 years. So, of course, they decide to go pay Grace a visit to refresh well, her memory. Let's go spark her memory. Yeah. That's how Alzheimer's works. Yeah, all we need is just, she just needs a little push, and she'll be fine. <laughs> so, the two of them arrive at Grace's house, where they find Grace sitting in this old rocking chair out in her backyard. Is there any caregiver there? No. She's, we just, never, she's just like this old, apparently old, really old Alzheimer's woman alone out in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. <laughs> and she's sitting... 
in a rocking chair at the at the at the crest of, of a hill. giant hill. Yeah, a giant hill. It's, it's a great thing for an Alzheimer's patient to be around. Yeah, just a little <laughs> zoom. <laughs> Rocked a little too hard. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, Gracie at this point seems to be in this catatonic state because you know all Alzheimer's patients are also in a catatonic state too. Uh. Where they find Grace sitting... Uh, I'm reading my notes. Uh, but when Maggie pulls out the child's drawings, which she's still hauling around with her, <laughs> she says to her, You drew these, didn't you? And I'm like, What? Where like, did you get that? But- again, how the fuck would Maggie know this? Fuck it. Like, there's been not one ounce of foreshadowing or link that would lead anyone, anyone to make the assumption that she was the girl that drew these paintings. Grant, you couldn't make oh Maggie's psychic, but we she doesn't get but any vision. Yeah, we didn't see any sort of uh, hint, no, whatsoever, any sort of clue. We've seen we've seen Grace in the visions, we've seen kids, but we never see Grace painting anything. We never see Grace as a kid. We don't. There's nothing, and she's like, "You painted these," and again, like we said, these things look like they were painted two days ago, <laughs> and she's like a nine eighty something year old woman, like oh. She's got a sweet flat top. She does her hair. <laughs> she looks like she's got a fucking army cut. Like she is like You can set a watch to that. It's so sharp. It's, so, <laughs> it's a crazy what? I've never seen an old woman with this type of hair. It's insane. I thought it was a man. I know it does. It looks like a dude. Because she's a very masculine face, and there's this very short, like spiky, almost like kind of like bedheadish, kind of like the messy by design haircut. And it's like, I thought it was, it looks like a dude too. <laughs> so she's showing her the pictures. Yeah. And, uh, but then she, the old grandma snaps. Yeah. She, she's like, huh? she reaches out a hand, grabs Maggie around the wrist. And this triggers another vision. In this one, we see Maggie taking the paintings from Grace, rolling them up. Or, sorry, not Maggie. I'm not McGee. We see uh, Mr. McGee taking the paintings from Grace and rolling them up along with some images of the monster and some twin girls. Grace then speaks, saying, He who defies the earth dies. And then she goes right back into her cantock state, rocking in a rocking chair like she had a lobotomy. And that's it. That, that's where that's done. So we go back to Hobbs Grove where everyone's sitting up, you know, setting up for the night, you know, getting big, you know, big last night, big hurrah. And McGee and Nancy chat as they walk through the ground. Uh, McGee tells Nancy that he has a bad feeling about this, but she's like, "Hey, don't worry about it. It's all, you know, you've done a good thing here. You know, just yeah, gonna be fine." Yeah, you're not blah, such blah, a bad blah. guy. Yeah. Night falls. The haunts open, and we go to the sheriff wandering around alone. He comes like this big barn area, which we've never really seen before. I feel it's, like he was walking around the perimeter. Yeah, he, place, he kind yeah. of feel like it's a perimeter, and there's like this big barn. He's away from everybody, and he finds a sickle sticking out of the side of the barn, like one of the yeah. boards. And uh, then he starts hearing, uh, he hears a loud Brrr. crashing sound and he pulls his gun. He goes to check it out. The barn door swings open by itself, but when he looks through, there's nothing there. So the, he goes to close the door and there's the monster standing behind the door. The creature throws the sheriff to the ground, which causes him to drop his gun but this sheriff ain't no fucking pussy. Fuck no, he's not. Because no, he, he the, reads Black Belt magazine, magazine. <laughs> motherfucker. 
He gets up, tackles the monster up against the barn, and starts beating the <laughs> shit out of this creature. Right, left, bam, bam. Com- fucking headbutt. Yes, complete with the finishing blow headbutt that drops the monster. Drops the monster? Right. He fucking just goes... <laughs> just like cracks his neck, yeah, you know, and walks over to get his gun. He goes over, pick he up his gun, the piss out of my the shit. Yeah. I fucking loved it. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I did too. I I loved, yeah, I did too. And he picks up his gun, reholsters it, but then the monster just gets up, and it's very anticlimactic. He just pops up behind the sheriff, snaps his neck behind like a slim jim, and sheriff's the, dead. Yeah, the sheriff takes, yeah, sheriff's dead. The creature takes a sickle from the wall, I'm and he just walks so away. Pissed, yeah. At that get, that I was kill. so angry too. Like you had this awesome fight scene, like this great bam. That sheriff deserved a much better death scene and than that. This guy is jacked. It would his take more. Neck is yeah. as thick as a tree trunk. I, that's a great. I was about to say that. Yeah, it's a great and point. And he can obviously be. manhandle the monster. Yeah. So how strong is this monster? Not fucking stronger than fucking Sheriff Red Wings. <laughs> that's what it's that. Because he got his ass kicked by him. Yeah. So to have this, like, snap neck death, I was so pissed. I was too. I was really pissed. Like, it should have been something more than just a quick neck snap. Started so good. Yeah. That fight, that was, that was great. I'm like, I, oh, okay. wow. He wants to come up behind him, catch him by surprise, fine. But, like, I would have liked to see something like, I think they did it in a Friday the 13th movie or something. But, um, you know, you pick him up from behind. And he's struggling a bit to get free. I and mean, then have, like, maybe the monster. Again, if you want to show he's a monster, he's supernatural, you know, inhuman strength. I would like to say, like, do something like he picks the sheriff up over his head and, like, breaks his back over oh, his knee or something. Breaker. The backbreaker. Something like that. That would have been at least a little better. And you could have done... It's an excuse that it maybe cost more money, but you could have had some kind of effect. At least something. a visual. Not this stupid, lame neck snap. Oh, the neck snap is so lame. Yeah, I mean, it's straight out of an 80s Van Damme action movie. Just like, hi you know, like... It was, they did that shit in the 80s all the time. All the time, the neck snap. It's like, snap. The like it's yeah. like... It's that made it look simple. so easy. It's like, it's so, like, anybody can do it. It's the easiest it's so thing to do. I remember as a kid seeing all those movies and then the very first time I went to a chiropractor to get my neck adjusted, I was scared on my mind because like he's like doing all this neck things and you're going, crack, crack. I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen these movies. That's all I, because they're doing the exact same thing that kills people in every movie I've seen as a kid growing up. This is how Van Damme kills the bad guys. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, the monster heads off. We cut the BJ carrying, who are now just making out on a couch in some room. What? I mean, you kind of got a hint that they were like flirty with each other. I, I didn't even get they were flirty. I get I, the fact I that they, they were they, they were friends, like they hung out. Like I thought they were just like boy, like buddies. Well, like, now like, they're friends with. Benefits. But apparently, they're straight bony now because they are making out hardcore in some dirty couch or some dirty room. And then she starts having doubts. I wonder if Maggie was right about this place being cursed. BJ's like, ah, Maggie's just some freak. And, and you're a freak too, but only a different kind of freak. And, a, hey. and she snaps at him saying, I'm not a freak. And I'm just a goth girl in a world of death. That's her fucking line. I, I'm a goth girl in a world of death. And then she, they go right back to making out. Sweet. What is happening? This is so... How do you get... Oh, that I felt, don't know what's happening. That felt pretty forced. It's so forced. <laughs> First of all, they're making out. There's no indication these two are ever together. You never see him holding hands. She's never got an arm around her. I don't mind that. I don't care. All right. Because that, that doesn't surprise me. Because shit like that happens. Okay, you're right. I, I, you're right. 
But then like, she gets pissed off for he's calling. He says, "Oh, you're a freak," and she gets pissed, like rightfully pissed off. But he's doing it in, like a fun, playful way. And but she, she gets, like freaks out. Yeah, but she, I mean, okay, she's sensitive, like you know, I'm not a freak because you know I get that. But if you're gonna get that pissed off about it, you can't instantly go right back to making out like nothing fucking happened. And like, oh, I'm so mad. Oh, I'm gonna make out with you just fucking. Yeah, her thing. reaction was way too high. Like if she was trying to be like. If she was trying to be sexy, like a little angry, but like turn it back into sexy, she missed. It was like it's a rubber band reaction. Just pull way back and snap back to where it was. It was like, what? It's good. So, anyway, they go back to making out. Uh, Carrie tells BJ that orgasms are called little deaths, and that she wants a little death tonight. And more make out, more make out. And then all of a sudden, blood just explodes from BJ's yeah, BJ, mouth. BJ kind of pulls back. It looks like maybe he's like gonna take his shirt off or his pants yeah, off. Yeah, or kind of like just, or something. He's yeah. stopping to make. He pulls back, you know, and, and all of a sudden, blah, yeah. just blood shooting out, of his mouth blood mouth everywhere. Blood. He drops to the floor dead as the monster rips the sickle out of BJ's back. Carrion screams, tries to run away, but the door is locked, which is bullshit because since the door would be locked on her side and she could easily just open it. How would they get out? Exactly. (laughs) I gotta say, if you lock the door behind you guys so nobody would walk in on you, but which means, again, you would just unlock the door and get out yourself. Or if they wanted to show that, just mention, they even say when they're making out, it's like, don't worry, the next crowd isn't going to come in here for 10 minutes. And he could have said, and I have the key. I lock the door and I have the key. Something like that. Something like that. Just a tiny little nugget just to explain why the door is locked. Yeah, I think it was like you our know? shift doesn't start for 10 minutes. Yeah, but, but Yeah, because that, that was like a prop room. But yeah. Yeah, just but something. I lock the door and I've got the key. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. But even then, like that door, don't, so many doors don't take keys anymore. It doesn't matter. It just could have helped. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So, um. But it's an easy fix. Yeah. It converts yeah. such an obvious, like. Why is she locked in the room? That yeah, exactly. Make any sense. It, yeah, she would be on that. Uh, so she stands there banging on the door, screaming as the monster closes the gap. The monster now just brutally and just viciously stabs her repeatedly with the sickle in the back. So much so that with each strike, the sickle goes through her and the door, leaving this giant bloody hole in the door. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. Because it's like they're showing the outside door and it's like smashing through and it's like creating a hole and he does it several times. Yeah. And finally it makes such a big hole that her head's like drops down. It's yeah, because her body starts sliding down the door and, and her head all, like sticks to the hole. Yeah. And you can kind of see the monster in the background going, rrr, rrr, rrr. so it, that's actually a pretty good death. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I agree with you on that. Um, so now we cut to McGee in his office. He's writing a letter to someone, like a condolence letter or something. I can't read it. It's like, dear Mr. And Mrs. Something or other. And he's writing on like a yellow legal pad. And then blood begins to drip down from the ceiling onto his paper. He looks up to see a pool of blood that's soaking through the ceiling. He rushes out of the room and starts frantically searching for something to arm himself with. And he finds like this rubber mallet or something like that. And he rushes out. <laughs> uh, Got a rubber mallet. I was like, where the fuck is that blood coming from? Like, I, is that supposed to be... Is that supposed I'm, to be Karen or DJ, BJ? I'm because guessing it's their blood from up above. But, but, I, I'm, but we've never... don't What? Like, we've seen them go into this office from the outside, and you can clearly... It's a one-story like one building. You're, you're thinking too hard, man. But it's like, where's this fucking blood coming from? So Maggie and Josh now, they find Nancy at the haunts, like, food stand, snack stand or whatever. They try to warn her about the impending danger... And uh, she takes them to go look for McGee in the office. 
They enter. They see the blood on the desk. Maggie grabs the phone to call the cops. But Nancy stops her by grabbing Maggie's wrist. This triggers Guess what happens? Another vision. This time we see Nancy handing McGee a sheet of paper and a pen, which they make Grace so, Hobbs sign. So, with a sh- and then we see a shadow of the monster, too. So I <laughs> guess what they're trying to insinuate is they forged the signature of this batty old bitch to sell the land. Yeah, that's basically what, what it, I get to. Like, they they, they <laughs> made her sign the deed to the, like, the old time of deed yeah. to the land so they could... Put your mark here. Yeah. And that that's basically exactly what I got from it, too. It's like, what? It's not how it works. Yeah, I, I don't... Fucking... This movie. Um... So yeah. So Maggie. Maggie's like, you, yeah. uh, what and did you do? It's like you knew, you knew, and and that she and her husband tricked the poor old woman. Nancy comes clean, and they needed this land. The, the town needed this land. And McGee and Josh verbally attack her, saying, "This is all your fault." And how many more people were, were she and her husband going to let die? And uh, McGee, oh, Maggie, I guess, goes on to tell Nancy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Maggie and McGee. I, I, so Maggie and Josh verbally attack Nancy. Then Maggie goes on to tell Nancy that she has to help them make it right. And then Josh says, hey, we need to go find the caretaker. Yeah. So now we cut sure. to, now we cut back to McGee as he runs into the caretaker's altar room. So he's now with the caretaker for some reason, uh, which I don't understand either. I, yeah, I don't know why he ran. Yeah, why was his instinct to run to the caretaker, yeah. not like to the cops, where like you know they're supposed to be on the right. grounds? Like I don't get. It makes zero sense. Uh, the caretaker shows up. McGee begs the caretaker to help them, but the caretaker just says, "You know what you've done, and there's no stopping it. It must run its course." And that's when the monster just pops up behind McGee. Here I am. It's like boop, pops up, and the key- creature grabs McGee by the neck. And with two hands, lifts him up off the floor against the wall and begins to strangle McGee. McGee starts to go limp as he's beginning to die. And now you would think that's enough, right? He's dead. Nope. The monster did his job. Nope. Fuck no, that's not enough. That's damn right. (laughs) The creature then punches through McGee's chest, rips out his heart. I thought it was just a handful of goo. It may have been, but he, mm-hmm. I, I thought maybe it was supposed to be. It, he, Pulling a straight up Kano from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he pulls something. He punches through and pulls out something. Um, we jump back to Maggie, Josh, and Nancy running through the haunted forest area. Nancy comes to a stop, refusing to go any further, saying that they didn't do anything wrong. Uh, we did this for the town. We did this for the people. And with that, the monster now <laughs> pops up. The monster comes up. He's like, pops up behind Bruh. her now. Just What? Are you fucking kidding me? And you know how he kills her? The same fucking way. Punches right through punches her. Punches right through her. Only this time it punches through the back of her and, rip, and rips out her heart. Instead yeah, he did rip out her heart. He did rip out her heart. Yeah. And then he drags her body yes. away. <laughs> Gotta keep, keep it mind, clean. Keep in mind. Josh and Maggie are standing right, right in front there. of Nancy. So they clearly see the monster pop up behind Nancy, punch through her. And they, she falls dead. Maggie and Josh scream, and the monster just like, le- like the monster clearly ignores them. Must, picks up Nancy's body, tidy up. <laughs> takes the body away, leaving Josh and Maggie <laughs> to run off. No, <laughs> there's three of them. <laughs> <laughs> got one of you. Ah, now I gotta clean up. <laughs> yeah. 
Clean as you go. It's the easiest way. This monster must have like OCD or something. Like that. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Fucking OCD monster. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so <laughs> I won't feel right. Oh, I have so much anxiety. <laughs> Must clean. Must stab you exactly three times. <laughs> Turn light switch off. On off. On, on off. On off. On off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, so now Josh and Maggie they reach the caretaker shack. They go inside where they find. McGee's dead body, which now is also missing its head. Yeah. Which, where did that happen? <laughs> just, so basically, this monster really had out for McGee. Oh, shit. Starts to strangle him to death, punches through him, rips out his guts, and then for good measure decides just to somehow take off his head. Rip his head off. <laughs> sure. Fuck. Jesus. That's some anger management overkill. Uh, so... <laughs> They enter the the two of them enter the altar room. They find the sickle sticking out of the table in the middle of the room, next to a sign that Maggie says she saw in her vision. She's like, "That's the sign I saw." Um, and uh, <laughs> I literally put my, I laughed out loud this next part <laughs> the monster at this point just literally just leaps into view yeah. from off screen, and he lands and it's like ta da pose with his arms uh. like ha <laughs> <laughs> And then, I'm sorry. So Maggie's standing there, no monster. He's clearly off camera. He leaps into view, lands with his like this ta-da pose, ah. and then just punches Maggie in the face, <laughs> knocking her down to the floor. Right. I'm laughing my ass off at this. <laughs> ha ha, bitch, bam! <laughs> trailer and this time he's like poof ta-da bam <laughs> sucker punch <laughs> whap <laughs> I laughed so hard <laughs> I had to pause because I was laughing so hard but Josh alright Josh goes for the sickle but he can't pull out of the table and, uh, before his arm gets grabbed by the monster Josh tries to fun- fight back punches the monster in the face a few times he's, he's doing okay he even tries yeah. to knee the monster in the balls but just like Wolfman, you know, apparently, unlike Wolfman, who has Nards, <laughs> Mon- Som- Som- Swamp Thing, Toxic Avenger Monster, does not have Nards. <laughs> fuck that all up. I should go back and add that and, and fuck, fuck it. Anyway. <laughs> God damn it. Nice try. <laughs> nice try. But unlike Wolfman from Monster yes, Squad. He does, apparently does not have Nards. does not have Nards. And uh, so Josh gets slammed up against the wall and then slammed onto the table. The monster just grabs the sickle, hacks Josh Dude, up. and... He fucking goes ham on him. Yeah, he does. I mean, he holds him down in this sickle. He's like, whap, 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 whap. Yeah. And all the time, there's Maggie in the corner just getting doused. Just, just sprayed with buckets and, like, an obscene yeah. amount. It's it like they, might, they probably just had, like, a hose with a yeah. like, put a yes. thumb over the hose yes. and just, like, sprayed them. Because you laughed the part when he got punched. <laughs> I was laughing at this because it was obscene. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. How much blood is getting? It was like a fire hose. Yeah. 
and her hair was flying back <laughs> because she was getting hit with so much blood. And she's like, you can tell she's like barely holding on yeah. because she's about to laugh because it's so ridiculous. She's screaming, but you can see the smile creeping up on the sides of her face. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. So now, now the monster turns his attention to Maggie. It stands. She's like kind of like curled up in a kind of like a sitting fetal position, yeah, knees up to her chest in the corner. Fucked. Yeah, she's the, like the uh... creature is standing over her, growling. She's curled up, screaming. The monster raises his hand with his sickle and it's ready to strike her down with all of his hate. And he brings the sickle down, but he drives the tip into the countertop that Maggie's leaning up against. The monster then cocks his head. Looks at her for a moment and then just walks off the screen. Yep. What? I. I so I, I'm I'm fucking out of words for this part. I'm like, Maggie. And it's not even the worst part yet. Maggie sits there crying. The caretaker shows back up. He just comes. Why didn't that asshole help? Yeah, he he's probably just sitting in the back, I guess, blowing on his jug or, or <laughs> making his moonshine. Who knows? The caretaker walks up to her, looking down at her, and just says, leave this place now. And then he just walks away, too. Did he say something like, innocence saved you or something I like don't that. know. He just says, leave this place now. Since you're the mousy one. You <laughs> you're the mousy exactly, one. Yeah, that's exactly what You're the mousy one. <laughs> <laughs> you're the mousy one. That's kind of boring. You live. You have no good storyline. <laughs> you're not that interesting. You get to live. Make yourself more interesting. We'll kill you next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please come back you next year. You need work to do. <laughs> so that's it. Like, what the fuck, man? That seriously? What? So now we cut to Maggie covered in blood, crying, walking through the crowds of people at the haunt. Like she's walking through the midway. She comes to a stop when she hears children laughing. She turns around to see these the ghosts of Jed Hobbs' twin daughters. Maggie screams, blackout, roll credits. What the <laughs> fuck kind of ending was that? I laughed at that ending too. What? Because these girls look so happy. They look genuinely happy. Like, we're getting a puppy. Yay. Like, these girls look so happy. And they're laughing and they're like, yeah. And then you pan over this girl covered in blood and just. Ah, and it's like, what the fuck? I don't get. Nothing makes any sense. No. Okay. Oh my <laughs> we, God. We bitch, First, a, we bitch a lot oh. about movies. We bitch a lot about things not making sense. But honestly, we can kind of loosely piece them together. This one. I mean, it's. There's it's huge, all over the place. There's huge gaps. Is it a monster movie? Is it a supernatural ghost movie? Is it a revenge movie? Is it a slasher movie? What the fuck is this thing? (laughs) Okay, what? what, what, uh, I can't. Here's a question. What? Why? Yeah, that's a great question. That's the number one question. Why is the monster killing everyone? Yeah, we never understand why he's killing everybody. The best, the only thing I can come up is he's some kind of hippie monster who's like, you fuck with the land, he's killing you. Sure. Okay. So why why is he killing these? particular people why yeah. is he just killing indiscriminately yeah like why is he picking- josh bj i understand yeah. if okay he wants to go after maybe mag the, the mcgee's yes. robert and nancy yes. they were the ones behind all this they're the ones tearing down the land that makes sense but why are these going after these kids who just work there they're just innocent bystanders that work there i get yeah. all right he killed the lumberjack for killing i get that yeah but none of these other people make any sense if, if that's the case he should be, be killing 
everybody he sees. Yeah, and if it's about, like, the innocent and, like, innocence saves you, or, like, it seems like you're good, why would he kill the fucking sheriff? Why yeah. would he kill, you know, Maybe BJ? Could've... Why would he kill... Um, the one thing I think of Sher- BJ and Karen were about to have sex, and we all know sex is bad. You think? And maybe the sheriff was—I don't want to say kind of corrupt, he's just lazy, I guess, because he's like covering things up. But even then, it's like you would almost say, like, in the way, then the sheriff was maybe without knowing, actually kind of helping the monster by keeping it open, so he had more people to kill. So the sheriff should have been like, "Hey, I'm keeping you alive because you keep bringing me more victims by your <laughs> stupidity." <laughs> but then it's like, okay. All right, so yeah, we have no no clue about the, the origin of this monster. What about the brunette girl who's got no personality, whatever her name Stephanie? was? Stephanie? Yeah, why why kill her? But also, okay, then they mention in the live, oh, there's this cult. They mentioned, that's it. They, there was no flashback, like the cult, like nope. doing a ritual to summon this demon, this monster, we, we, which would have made sense. We have a demon to protect our land. Yeah, or... okay, that would be fine, but they didn't do that. Nope. Who the fuck is this caretaker? What's his link to everything? Doesn't matter. Why, is, yeah, is, he just... like, is he like... The monster's brother? Like, is he the monster's caretaker? Is he the yin to his yang? Yeah, like, what? Why are these two connected? What's going on there? Why is it happening? Then why are these ghost girls popping up at the end? It had no bearing on the entire rest of the Never movie. Never saw them, ever. We see them in the opening flashback, the very opening. That's it. And then, oh, they went on to live and they founded a farm. Okay, but if they went on to live and founded the farm, then why are we seeing them as kids is ghosts? The, is they the old, be, won't their ghosts be adults? Is the, like, is the old lady a descendant of these people? Yeah, like she's supposed to be. The old lady Grace is supposed to be the last descendant of the Hobbs. Okay, well I missed that. Part, okay, yeah, that okay. that that's new. But I don't understand those kids. If they lived and went on to found the town, why are they ghost kid, not ghost adults? It's a good point. That makes zero sense. Yeah. And why are they even there in the first place? We've seen no ghosts the entire movie. It's like when you see a ghost come back as a child when they died when they were older. It makes you think of Star Wars Return of the Jedi <laughs> when it, Anakin Skywalker in the original was an old Darth Vader. Oh, then they, the and then they remade it. They put in fucking Hayden Christensen. God damn it. Fuck you, Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Fuck you, George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that made, yeah, that was, again yeah, just like that. What the fuck? Um, it, it, I, we could go on and on. Yeah, I don't fucking know anymore. So anyway, oh, and by the way, the movie, uh, the movie timer says the movie is an hour and thirty six minutes, but the credits start to roll at the hour seventeen mark. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. Uh, but then midway through the credits, we get this is fucking weird. I've never seen this I've before. I've never seen this before either. This okay? Was... So you you watched the whole thing then? Well, I. I... <laughs> So, yeah. so midway through the credits, like seriously, like you get the cast and you get a few production, then boom, now it plays a full length trailer for this movie. It's like a music video trailer. So, not of, really. Yeah. It's just a trailer with music. It's just like it's what? Yeah, like, it, it I've says, never like, seen. Dark Walker is coming for you. Sleep, don't sleep tonight, or some crap like that. And it's like recycle. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I who puts a trailer for the movie they people just watched at the end of that movie, halfway through the ending, ending credits. credits. Like, this is some like some it bullshit. My, like, it got my attention. I was like, what? Huh? Yeah, but maybe it was like Dark Walker Two coming in. Maybe, right. but no, it's just for the first movie. Like, this is like some shit I would expect like one of those brain damage movies, like a trailer. But they put the trailers <laughs> before the movie. Yeah. 
And I get that, but then why would you put the trailer for the movie you're about to watch on that movie? It was so strange. And then they roll the rest of the credits. Yeah, and then after that, all the credits are gone. Now we get like a 10, 15 minute behind the scenes making of documentary footage going on. Like, yeah. What? Did you watch all that? I did watch all that. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I watched it all. Enough. Enough. <laughs> I, I did not it. sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> so I did watch some of it, and it's so sad because <laughs> some of the characters, like they're they're off screen instead, of, like the actors and actresses fucking around having fun. Yeah, and they seem to be way more charismatic. Yes, way more like likable and, and fun, fun yeah. and interesting. And then they it's really pretty to go on camera and say acting like all personalities great. <laughs> It was like I'm gonna bring it back. It's like that reference you made with uh 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 uh, uh the clown at midnight with uh Christopher the the, the good actor. Oh, yeah. Like when he's on, it's on. But then as soon as he gets, pull that Death Star tracking beam switch. Maybe we got a lot of Star Wars references going. You never on make here. too many Star references. But it's the same thing. It's like as soon as they go on camera, all that personality and charisma just <laughs> gone. <laughs> just gone. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. So all right, that that's, that's Dark Walker, guys. Let's move on to favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right, uh, not. I mean, there's not a whole lot, but there's not. It's not a small amount, and they're ten, not ten kills. Did you count? I didn't. I, did. I, I normally I did. do, but I didn't yeah. count this one. All right, so uh, not bad, not bad number. Uh, so what we got, Aaron? What what we got this week for you? <sighs> wow. Well, you know what? <clears throat> in, in the kills were off technically, I guess, off screen, but they did the best they could with it you know like you didn't see lots of penetration (laughs) as i like to say uh and they didn't have like a gore budget but man i gotta say they did it's a soft it's a porn it's softcore porn equivalent cinemax murder scene yeah Yeah. it's like the the equivalent of cinemax porn yeah 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 very good that's right so they did well with what they had i have to say i have to tip my cap except for stephanie's face Yes. Everything. I, everything else was. I was passable. I was like, and eh, whatever. It's fine. It's like a sex scene with the bra on. Yeah. You know, it's like, like okay, uh, whatever. It's fine. But uh, Stephanie's face was just awful. Yeah. That was the worst. So, um, I was kind of torn. I, I'm gonna have to say my favorite death is uh, Carrion. I like that one the best. That was the one that like it was violent. The the actress I think did well. She seemed pretty scared. I liked it smashing through the door. The blood was pretty good. Uh, that was my favorite kill. Okay. Um, I had an honorable mention. I'm trying to remember which one it was, though. This is the thing that's bothering me. Because it was after carrying so there can't be too many left. You know? <laughs> um, uh, I think it was um, McGee, like the punch to the chest. The yeah. Tara. That was pretty good, too. Um, I'm kind of right. Same thought process you are right there. Um, I, I, I'm not taking points away because they did pretty solid with what they had budget-wise. Um, I... Part of me wanted it to be the sheriff because it was so, that fight. It was like, oh, he's taking to it, but then it was just a shitty next snap. I'm like, fuck you, you ruined that. That was boo. Um, and I agree with you, McGee's. It, it was the string. Like, oh, he's just going to string him, but then he punches through him. Like, oh, okay, we got a little more there. It's good. But I think I'm agree with you. I'm thinking of going carry on. It's too, even though again, a lot of it's off screen, but just what you do see works. They did. They, they made it work. The coming through the door was a good effect, and so yeah, I'm going with carrying too. Is my with and then okay. McGee is probably my yeah, my, yeah. my runner up. So I think I'm I'm 100 with you, agree with you on this one. All right, let's move on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, 
What is wrong with these guys? All right, uh, ratings. IMDb gives it a 3.3 out of 10. Oof. Rotten Tomatoes, there is no official thermometer score, but it has a 33% audience score. And Amazon gives it a 2.9 out of 5. Hmm. Plot keywords, there's only 9. Um, nothing really special or fun. Recycle? <laughs> I wish. O- OCD? Um, haunted House Attraction, Halloween, Slasher, Scythe, Goth Girl, Twins, Monster, Zombie, Multiple Murders. That's it. Now, I would actually even say that somebody fucked it up. Somebody's an idiot, uh, whoever put these down, because uh, the plot keyword Scythe is wrong. There's no Scythe in this movie. It's a sickle he uses, not a Scythe. Get your shit right, people. Don't, don't give me that look. Do not give me that I, look. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> it is a sickle. You're right. It is a sickle. It's not a sight. I get it. I get it. I know. You're right. You're still just like, oh, Marshall. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. <laughs> All right. Moving on to trivia. There's a few bits of pieces here. Uh, Hobbs Grove is a real place located in Singer, California. Uh, the film was shot in location. So just like, um, um, Oh shit! What was the first one? Uh, Hell Hell House. Oh yeah, uh, we did. Mm-hmm. And then uh, House of October. It was. It is a real. And uh, the Bates haunting or Hollow. The one we took. It was called Hollow's Eve. Was the one that you missed out on last oh, time. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. That's the one with Daniel Harris. Yes. Yeah. But just like those, this was all filmed at a real uh, working haunted house attraction. Yeah, you could see it. They had a that. That was a pretty authentic uh, snack shack. Yeah. <laughs> kind of dirty. Had an old Coke picture on the wall. Yeah. Uh, most of the extras and some of the minor characters in the film were present or past employees of the Real Hobbs Grove, which makes sense. Uh, Mike and Lori Callahan, credited as extras as well as production design and production management, are the owners and operators of the Real Hobbs Grove. Uh Apparently, there is video surveillance equipment in the background in the office scene, which is uh, the real work equipment used at Hobbs Grove. It's manufactured by Pelco, which is at its world headquarters in Clovis, California, a few miles away from Sanger. Uh, not that that was really well, that important, but f- fuck it. That's I, I, really weird trivia. Yeah. But, you see uh, this equipment? Uh, this guy who owns a place down the street. Yeah. I, pretty, pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> but it's like, you know what? It's, I just, there's not much here to go with. So I figured, you know. <laughs> the fact that there's something. Something, yeah. Uh, now, the original idea of Hobbs Grove was to have creatures you couldn't really see attacking people in the dark, uh, kind of reminiscent of the 1980s, The Fog. Uh, but then when director Danny Draven happened to see a series of character drawings done by artist Scott McGowan, the idea of the movie soon changed, and Danny would eventually use one of Scott's characters later called The Dark Walker, which, by the way, it's a weird name for this movie because the the, the caretaker would be the only one that would ma- ever maybe possibly have a reason to do it. But the monster is never referred to as the Dark Walker. No. It's never called a name. So it's really weird that they would call the movie. They should just call it like Hobbs Massacre or, they, or um, yeah, Hobbs Grove or they, something. They never named but, the monster. Yeah, but just... the, if you're going to name the monster, then somebody in the movie should say the monster. Oh, that's the Dark Walker. Say something, but they yeah, never name a, it. But a, they have a name for it. That's a good point. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah, but they never said, "What is this?" Yeah, you know what's funny? They never actually fucking asked. Yeah, they never. They, it's another Why great point. Why is he doing? Yeah, this? Maggie and Josh are like, holy shit! What was that thing? Or what is like? There's a monster on the monster. loose killing things. Maybe okay. they should run through the ground saying, "Everybody, there's a monster here. Get out!" Right. But they didn't even do that. <laughs> they just let those people hang out there. <laughs> Jesus really Christ. 
Uh, all right. Now, this last one blows my mind because it's... Jesus Christ. It's kind of dark in a way. In a, in a way. Here. So... The, these girls, Lynx and Lamb Grady, or Gady, G-A-E-D-E, uh, they are the girls who played the twins that we see at the very end. Okay. The twin girls. They're all grown up because this was 2003. So now you, you will never guess what they've gone on to do. Porn. That would probably be better. Okay. <laughs> they are now known as the controversial white nationalist music duo Parisian Blue. So they're basically Nazi music. Fuck them. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus and fucking Christ. They've also been in the TV movie documentaries Lewis and the Nazis and Nazi Pop Twins. So apparently they oh. have like, like Nazi movies about these girls are out, like grown up now. <laughs> fucking Nazis? Yeah. Jesus, the little girl twins? Yeah. Laughing hysterically? Apparently grew up to be Nazis. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> hell. Yeah, that's fucking blew my mind. Like, whoa. That's fucking dark. Yeah. That's, that's why I said walking. real dark. Yeesh. <laughs> All right. So. Man, that's, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Cut those bitches out of the movie, please. Just have her scream. Yeah. Just have her walk in the middle. If you ever re-release the movie, just uh, cut them have out. Have her walk into the quad or whatever, the, the, the central area, and just, just scream. scream. Yeah. It'd probably make more sense. It would make honestly. more sense. And cut those cunts out. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck those bitches. Jesus it, yeah, Christ. Yeah, exactly. Okay. On to a happier... Uh, <laughs> A happier transition here. We get to play this week's budget game. (laughs) Time for Aaron to blow his wad with the budget game. All right. Oh, no. I feel dirty. (laughs) Aaron, what do you guess is the budget for the 2003 direct-to-video release of The Dark... Or not even The, just Dark Walker. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, so it was filmed on a already owned thing, and apparently I blew my fucking wand to hell <laughs> on Hell House when I decided that's not included in the budget. But we don't know if that's the case in this one either. So I guess I can't believe you used like a million dollars on that one. To fucking roll the dice on this shit. <laughs> Considering I saw some of the behind the scenes stuff, it looks like they're pretty working pretty tight. Uh, well, you do know you have to take account that they 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 did uh, stand in the Econo Lodge during the filming. Oh. So we know that. Okay. Now we don't know if they paid out of pocket for that or if they were if that was part of the budget, but they did stand in the Econo Lodge. Uh, I'm gonna go. Um... Oh man, it's okay. Uh, the, the effects were shitty, but they 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 were. They they were basically shitty. They were basically Uh cheap effects. At the end of the day, they were cheap effects. Um, I'm going to say $75,000. $75,000 is Aaron's guess. Well, once again, Aaron, you blew your wad. Really? Really. Wow. I mean, I thought I was kind of going lowball. Budget, from what I've got, information I've gathered, $15,000. Huh. So, um, again, I'm not, again, that's one thing. I'm, for $15,000, the, Blood effects they did have were placed yeah, out. I'm yeah. not. I, what's one thing I will not bash this movie for is they did at least did decent with that. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, fifteen thousand I mean, dollars. They had effects 
The sound quality wasn't bad. The can't. I mean, yeah, the blue shit in the beginning, we kind of dogged yeah, on that was yeah. dog shit. But like the rest of it, the, the shots weren't poor. You know, they did well. It didn't look like a really bad. Didn't look like a cheesy made. It, it looks. Yeah, I mean, we, we've yeah. seen where it's not. It's just. Most of the fun with this movie is in the writing and directing. It's all writing, directing, and, and the plot. That's why I'm impressed for 15,000. Yeah. And again, it's tough when... It's tough to find out how much a movie costs to make when, I guess, basically your entire set was free. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a tough guess. Yeah, I, I, I get you that. All right, let's move on to five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews. All right. There are 25 total reviews for this movie on Amazon. 16% are five star. 24% are one star. And uh, I wrote down some some fun ones here. Um, first of all, from Jennifer's mother, just, uh, just says, I want a DVD with subtitles. Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from... From Gary, five, star. <laughs> five stars. I want a DVD with subtitles. Five, five stars. stars. From Gary McGill, great horror flick, good acting and storyline. Pop some popcorn, settle back for a top of the line scary movie. It also has some great humor. Five stars. I'm pretty sure you didn't watch this movie. Yeah, wrong that, movie, buddy. Uh, from Film Fantastic 2008, genius piece of campy horror, a grindhouse cheese ball love fest for me. Five stars. For you only. Yes. Uh, and last five star one from David. Of course this movie doesn't have a $10 million budget, but it has a great story. It reminds me of my small hometown with the local haunted house. They hire the workers from the town, have refreshments, a bonfire, and everything. Just like a real small town. 99% of the reviews are bad for this movie. I don't understand why people that hate these kind of movies continue to watch them that they know very well isn't a million-dollar blockbuster and then continue to pick the film apart for what it is. A well-put-together classic small-town fright fest that you and your sniffing other can curl up on a sofa to, eat some popcorn, grab a sixer, and relax on any night of the week. If you're a fan of small-town slasher flicks, then you can't do much better than this one. Five stars. God damn, David. You... You've got a hard on for small towns. That guy loves small Jesus towns. Jesus Christ, man! Um, all right, now maybe he's <laughs> maybe he's the rich. He's the one who owns the town. Yeah, <laughs> he's Ron's dad. Small town values. I own this town. All right, uh, from one star reviews now from Drew. Simply writes boring one star. From Jay, Anambile and. and uh, don't waste your time. I usually give low-budget horror a chance, and I have an open mind, but this movie is utterly ridiculous. One star. Now, this one's a little longer, but uh, from Robert Beveridge. Now, this guy apparently is a Hall of Fame reviewer on Amazon from Ooh. Vine Voice or something. How does one become a Hall of Don't Fame Don't know, reviewer? but he has Hall of Fame Vine Voice behind him on Amazon. So, here it is. You know what's most frustrating thing about Dark Walker is? What's that? It's that this movie had so much potential to be hysterically funny, and it threw it all away when Draven decided, despite having one of the funniest cops I've ever seen on on a screen, to go for the horror film angle instead of the comedy angle. But for what it's worth, the scene where Josh uh, and Sheriff Gillis are talking after Josh has discovered the first dead body had me in stitches. I don't know why that, because Josh wasn't there with any, I think he's mean Robert McGee. 
Uh, it's worth renting this unwatchable dog just for that scene alone. Another, anyway, the plot, what little there is at many, many years ago, something nasty killed a family. Fast forward a hundred years or so. And there's a haunted house on the side of the murder. Then he comes back, starts Manson young and beautiful is jumping out. Dark shadows, running their careers, rendering, rending their careers to shred. You, we have no <laughs> idea what brought the thing back to life in the first place. We have no idea why it comes back this year of all years. The lame to the lame excuse given is so transparently silly. It can't be the real one. And despite the box copy, what we still have no idea at the end of the flick, how to stop it, which I don't understand that could be mildly amusing for those who patronize Hobbs Grove, which seems to be a real place for restaurants has been a one of a thousand films before hundred times better for many of those uh, in half the cases. One star I had a trouble understanding that the way you read it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, he gets a little long winded. Uh, and then the last, Oh no, I'm sorry. I got a few more. Uh, from Jerry, this film has it all. Poor script, poor direction, poor bad production values, and piss poor acting. It's the perfect storm of crap. Uh, last two from Midnight. Poor storyline, poor acting, poor budget. Need I say more? The first 10 minutes were an eye-pain-inducing blurriness. Yes, Horror they were. movies from the 50s and 60s are better than this mess. And lastly, from Paul P. So bad, I threw it away. This movie is true garbage. It made no sense. had no real plot. Did not offer any clever deaths, nor humor, or gratuitous skin. The ending leaves you feeling stupid for having watched it all the way to the end. I had to wake myself up three times during this movie. I wish I had just stayed asleep. The horror, the horror. <laughs> Actually, the sheriff was kind of weird and creepy because you knew he was not acting. There was no acting, and you worry that someone like that is walking around out there. I think the people who like this movie are trying to sell their used copies that are good for landfill only. Basically, the plot was about to make some headway at the end, but then they ran out of money. Or maybe their 486 computer they were using to edit it died. Or maybe they got bored and walked off the set because there was no explanation of who killed everyone and, and everyone except the innocent girl was dead. It had a chainsaw killing with lots of scythe beheading. It's sickles, people, sickles. <laughs> but I just could not care. If I could give this movie negative stars, I would, but one star is lowest one star. Sickles, people. <laughs> Get it right. Get your wheat collecting weapons of. Aryan society, <laughs> agrarian, not Aryan. Yeah. Jesus, I got, got Nazis, I got the Nazis on the brain now. <laughs> Medieval farming implements. Dude, I still feel weird about that. Yeah, that's. Ugh. I feel like I just supported them in a way. <laughs> uh, so that's that. Uh, let's wrap this up. Aaron, give us your final thoughts on this. Dark st- Dark Walker. I was dark gonna Walker. say Dark Stalker. Dark. Walker. Now that's that's actually a good video game. That oh. was a fun video game. But we rambled on enough. Yeah. I kind of won't go play that game. Rambled on a lot. Yeah. Because this film did not have a lot going for it. It just... I feel like the one stars really did a good job of describing how we feel. It it was not fleshed out. It feels like a 75% done script. Like, they had an idea. They had a vision. Where is it going to go? This is how the movie is going to... And then they just... Throughout, there's just major pieces that just don't connect mm-hmm. there at all. It's completely gone. I don't think it's a bad concept. I think it's kind of, you know, it's don't get me wrong, it's pretty formulaic. You know, you're on the land and you're, yeah. you're using the land. You can, you know, you hear that shit with like Native American burial grounds and, you know, other other movies do that same kind of shit. So it's, it's nothing new. But you can't even tell that classic story without having these giant gaps. What the fuck? Why is the monster killing people? That's the thing. Yeah, there's no explanation for that there's, at and, all. And kind of like we said in the very beginning, there's no cataclysmic event. There's no key. There's no reaction. There's no moment that says, this is why the monster's here. And the characters don't seem to give a shit either. 
They just know they're being killed, but they don't care why. Mm-hmm. They really don't. Um, in that, in that, just for that alone, I mean, you, you have to say so bad it's scary. You have to say that because there's, but there's good parts of this movie that are kind of fun. The sheriff is a great character; sure, yeah. he's a lot of fun. The, uh, the, the, the for what they had, the, the the costume's not bad. I don't think the con- like the monster is a bad. I think he moves well. I thought the kills were decent, even though they were kind of cheap. They had some some decent things to it. I think if you just would have polished off as much as you could for the budget you had, you could have done something that was okay. But because of <clears> these <throat> the, the 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 lack of you know direction, the <laughs> lack of foresight, you have to say so bad it's scary. Um, well said. I agree with you. Pretty much on everything you said, uh, yeah. The, I, I, another point we should, we we dropped it, but yeah, the like why again? Why the monster comes back at all is never explained. And like I said, there is they killed the family in 1878, and then this movie takes place, I guess, in 2003. So it's not even like the 100 year anniversary, or and there's there's no there's like why now of all times, and why these people again? Like I said, I understand the McGees. I get that they're the ones that cheated and are disturbing the land, but. Everybody else had no reason to die. Um, we've already said all that. Uh, I agree with you. I'm not going to rip this movie apart for the blood and the gore because that's the one thing they did pretty well given the budget they have. Agreed. Uh, so that that's fine. But this movie falls apart with its writing and the plot holes that because they just basically just did not care. Or I don't know, like what the one guy said, right? You know, did they just give up at the end of this movie? They did, nothing pulls it all together. Nothing ties everything nice and neat and wraps it up. It's a fucking mess of a movie. It feels like you put Frankenstein's monster together. You got an arm from a killer here. You got a head from a scientist. You know, you put these pieces together, but they never stitched anything. And like if you like want to try to re- get it up, like, it's just going to fall apart. Yeah, like if you want to do a monster movie where you, the monster's just killing people and you don't know... you know, Look at Don't Fuck in the Woods. That movie did it right. Like, it, you, you, we never got any explanation of what the creature was, nope. why it was there, why it was, but it was done. But by the time the movie was over, you didn't really care. It was just done right. Yep. And that they didn't do with this one. Again, they, was it a monster movie? Was it a paranormal ghost movie? Is it a revenge slasher movie? It's too much stuff going on that they didn't do right. They, it just, yeah, this movie, I actually have to, I'm going to say so bad it's scary as well because the writing. And the plot, it just falls apart. There's, there's nothing there. It had potential. It, can't, it doesn't look that bad. The kills aren't bad. But when you really sit down and look at it, nothing makes any fucking sense and at all. And the acting wasn't that bad either. I mean, it wasn't great. It was, it was, don't yeah, it was not great. It was pretty bad. But it's not as bad. It's, it's not as bad as we've seen recently. But it's still bad. But I'm, it was. Yeah, it's but okay. It, but the thing is. The, the lack of plot and and, and, and writing would make, actually overshadows the bad acting. Because <laughs> you can handle... We've, we're used to bad acting in these yeah, movies, but yeah. at least most of them have some kind of plot or at least a cohesive storyline that makes sense. They have story structure. Yeah, this one doesn't. Like, there's nothing like there. Like, really? So, yeah, I so bad it's scary for me, too. Um, all right, guys, that's it. We're, we're done. That you got for, we, We're done for this week. We'll be back. Uh, happy Halloween. Yes, very happy doing? Halloween, everybody. Enjoy it. Be yeah. safe out there. Get lots of candy. Don't lots be of- safe. Be reckless and crazy 
and sexual. We are not and... uh, legally liable for anything you say or do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we cannot be able to legally responsible. Just, just have fun. Uh, yeah, have fun. Uh, you know, it, it goes without saying it's Halloween season, but guys, until we watch more horror movies, until we come back, remember to always keep it tight. Nevermore. All right, Moon Goons, for the first time ever, here's some bonus content at the end. We weren't done ranting about this movie, so we decided we had to come back and just just argue and rant a little bit more about this, trying to figure out what the hell was going on. So enjoy this little uh, post-show bonus segment. Uh, the first part of it got a little cut off uh, in the recording, but you'll get to just, I uh, hope you enjoy it. Why is she psychic? What? Where's that come from? What's the reason? <laughs> There's no reason. And honestly, if you think about it, it doesn't play into the movie at all. It doesn't. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the ending. Nothing in this movie would have changed or been any different if she wasn't psychic or if she is psychic. No. Her psychic powers didn't come in and save anybody's life. Didn't save the day. No, it what didn't do shit. Of that. And then here's the... <laughs> There's no inclination as to how she became psychic. She, nope. just, she just goes, uh, yeah, I, I yeah, am psychic. psychic. And like, cool. And then, we don't know why she keeps psychic. How did she become psychic? Is it something to do? Does she have a relation with the Hobbs? Exactly. It's, it's, none of, yeah, none it's of, like she's in this long off the center of the it's, Hobbs. It's just psychic. And you know what? We 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 ragged on a Hell House for that girl being psychic in that one, too. But at least they had some kind of, like, oh, yeah, your mother is psychic, too. Yeah. They, they at least had one line that made a correlation that linked it together. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> nope. We didn't bitch about that. We're like, okay, well. Whatever. She kind of stupid, but whatever. She comes from a family of psychics. Okay, yeah, fine. It's, it's done. Yeah. Now, this one, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> we didn't even hammer that. We didn't even talk about that. No. God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> like what she she touched Rhonda's locker yeah. at the high school. Like, why did she get a psychic vision from a girl who she never knew's locker <laughs> who got killed? I mean, <laughs> yes, it might be hers, but how does this work? Also, you know what's fact they must have really hated that bitch because they didn't go to her funeral. No, <laughs> <laughs> they, they show him coming out of after Reefer's funeral, but fuck Rhonda's funeral, which was must have been you know a few days before. They didn't yeah, even they, care. They, well, they did say she's she quit or she left, and maybe she's gone to Barbados or something. <laughs> but yeah, they don't really give two fucks about her. <laughs> They're just like fuck it. <laughs> She's a bitch anyway. <laughs> and Stephanie's funeral, like, I'm pretty sure she didn't die, like, the last night. She, because, wait. Well, she no, went missing. Known, she went missing. She's the one who went missing because he right, recycled right. her or something. Yeah. But, but still, they're like, whatever. Yeah. Night, and also, the, the town, <laughs> Stanger. You're telling me from Stanger, 1878 yeah. to 2003. No one else disturbed the land. Yeah. Ate a random pumpkin. Exactly. Or, That's a great point. The whole town or, was built on this fucking land. So what's the perimeter? Where can we not eat pumpkins or, yeah. or cut down trees? Yeah, what's this monster's and, zone? Like, what's this territory? And where can I build my Walgreens or Walmart <laughs> or whatever? Without getting slaughtered. Right. It's like, that's another great point because there's a whole town built up there. All around there. All around. But apparently now this one Hobbs Grove haunted house is, 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 is cursed and you get killed if you cut Gone down a tree. Gone too far. Gone too far. It doesn't make any sense. It, God damn it. Nothing. Yeah. It's... <sighs> We had to come back on and bitch a little bit more. We've here. never done this before, but no, God, we it, it kind of deserved it. Like this is, we're so bamboozled and it's like, what the fuck with this, this movie? All right. Uh, 
Right. Is there anything else you guys say? Because I, I think we. <laughs> I'm afraid we're gonna stop and we we'll come back and we remember something and be like, "Damn it, damn it!" I'm sure it will. But all right, all right, we're going for the good of this guy, guys. We're right, still yeah. listening. So, uh, I hope you enjoyed our little well, extra rant. Yeah, yeah. You just, <laughs> God damn. All right, this, this, uh, this this one. Watch at your own peril, okay? Because <laughs> you will be in a land of death, like Carrion. Okay? Carrion, world of death. Uh, this movie makes me want to go to the mall and hate people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This time we're we're really out. This we're time really we're leaving. Here. All right, watch more horror movies. Remember to always keep it tight. <laughs>